This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Tara Fug from Hyperion, Raven Capelli of Sargantanes, Pinello Yggdrasil of Midgar Sormer. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. My fellow dudettes and dude meisters, I am here to give the way low down on the ultra keen new Mimi's we have down yonder at the Mimi Factory Mart. You will never feel bad, guy, knowing that your base is safely in our hands. We know you aren't always the man now, dog, but when you do, you are totally pound sign winning. Heckin' yeah! We know what you are seeking. You may totally have Ches Hamburger, never gonna give up on your Mimi's being dreams here at the Mimi Factory Mart. Oh, really? Indeed, really. One does simply venture into Mimi Factory Mart and pick up Mimi's so good, they make Chuck Norris cry. Mimi Factory Mart, brace yourself. Mimi's are coming to your house. Please note, Mimi's may not actually make Chuck Norris cry. Chuck Norris is not affiliated with Mimi Factory Mart in any way, shape, or fashion. Mimi Factory Mart uses Chuck Norris likeness without consent. Mimi Factory Mart is not responsible for any character damaging Mimi that may arise for Chuck Norris. Every Mimi at Mimi Factory Mart through July 1st has a 1 in 10 chance at dropping a code for a loot box for Final Fantasy XIV by Stormblood today. Shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 140. We finally made it out of the 30s. Ugh, felt like it took 20 episodes. Oh it my did God. feel like actually quite a while. Just it the did. 30s alone for it some did. reason. Thanks for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio starting at 4 p.m. Yeah, this is a little bit after Roughly. today. Yeah. A little bit. Thanks a lot, Nika. Our, I've, I've been here, man. I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something. Keeping to a, an hour time limit for the Checkpoint Radio podcast to Very try difficult. to to try to you know make sure that we start on time for this show, a little difficult. It's a li- it's a little bit m- more challenging than I thought it would be. You do it all the time on the Checkpoint Radio actual show. Well, no, that's different though. Like we've got a countdown timer running the entire time. You know, like if we don't get to something, it's different for a podcast because we we'll have a countdown timer for a podcast. No, well, we see we we have a stopwatch, but at the same time, like some, he ignores that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was about to make yeah. some big like overblown excuse. He's, yeah, the, the, simply put, I do yeah, kind of. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Let's kick it on over to our Eorzean Studios. If you want to join us, you can. That's on the Sargentana server. Goblet, fifth ward, plot number 30. There's plenty of room. 
but it's filling up fast, so you better get there really soon. RSVP I'm now. I'm going to see it so you can get the best spot in the house. The only spot in the house. It's really mean. important to be there for a reason. You guys are <laughs> making me sad. Stop. This game is making me sad. You know what's really sad is my character isn't actually sitting in the chair. I'm just sitting on the floor that's raised above where the chair is. Like, my character wouldn't sit in the chair. Like, like Why is the ground raised above where the chair is? So Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. So when you typed slash sit, like, what did he do? He, like, sat like a cat does and, like, perched. Oh, like and like he's sitting oh. on the ground? Yeah, so I'm, like, sitting, like, ah, oh, I'm in my chair all relaxed and cool. But I don't see any ground that's raised up. Yeah, what are you talking about? I mean, the ground is like normal, but my character just doesn't recognize that, the, yeah, that there's a chair not there. Recognizing the chair, yeah, he's sitting like he's sitting on the ground. So, but, Con- uh, but confir- on the chair, right? Confirmed, Juxta doesn't know how to sit in chairs. I'm, I'm gonna try sitting. Uh, on guess, get away from me. Um, I'm sitting in the chair. So yeah, your character must just you're stop. an idiot. <laughs> it's not my fault. It is exactly who so, el- who else's fault? Wait, wait, would it wait, be? wait, wait, wait. So you so, designed the studio, and well, it's not the studio's fault. It's the game's fault. It's no. I it's think Yoshi P's fault. This is user error. How is that possibly user error? So juxta. Because it worked when I did it. If you sat through the chair and Nikki just sat on the chair, did she just face at you? No. No, because he, no, his character's not that far. Down. I'm sitting on the floor on the chair. Is it's the best weird. way I can He's describe. He's floor sitting it. on the chair. That. Still though, I think you had junk in your face for a second. I you, mean, oh, you definitely had junk in your face. <sighs> It wasn't even junk. like good junk. No. No. Super It was like sexy gross, junk. moldy, sweaty, <laughs> rogadin junk. Feminine charms. I mean, it's the sexy pe- feminine charm. If a penis is feminine, sure. <laughs> have you have you seen my junk? You don't know that it's a no. Penis. Fortunately, <laughs> thank God. No, but I mean, we've we've all we've we've decided over time that listen. You fem- decided the look femros, of my genitalia. No, femros have penises. Yeah, this is. I'm so right. glad that you have decided this. Whoa. when none of you are femros. Whoa, Nika, don't even try to act like this is something that the three of us perpetrated on you <laughs> specifically. Yeah. The entire uh-huh. population of FF14 you has unanimously decided That's right. it. That's right. You're wrong. Jeez. I'm sorry. You're rude, Nika. Listen, I'm just saying you might be a good contestant on, uh, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race, but, I mean, just not sure. America's Next Top Model? Mm, I don't, I mean, have we progressed that far as a society yet? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think we have. Just saying. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that that's, we're not there yet. Uh Uh-huh. Who's Rupert Paul? Ru- oh my gosh. Wow. Rutabaga Ruta Paul? <laughs> Listen, I'm, RuPaul's awesome. Don't, I wouldn't be ashamed of that, Nika. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that the guy who was in Queen? Ro Paul's Drag Race! <laughs> <laughs> Credit that to Gallant CP in the chat. Yes. Uh, that was pretty good, Gallant. GG. That's Nika, I think that, that needs. <laughs> we need to do a fashion. We need to do one of those. Uh, Stupid role play uh, fashion shows. Yeah, like one of those uh, glamour competitions, and we're gonna uh-huh. call it. We're gonna we're gonna just yeah, Ro Paul's Drag Race. There we go. Sure, you're gonna judge it. Sure, <laughs> you got it. Cool, done. Well, I guess well, there's there's a problem though. What? The whole play part and role playing means we have to play. Well, Nika. Nika yeah, Nika yeah, has. Nika's to. Oh, he gets to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. 
There we as go. long as I can judge you. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that uh, they. I they, can make fun of your junk on stage too. Oh, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna be on stage. No, we're not this playing. Is, this is you. Yeah, yeah you're the only one that actually plays this game. Yeah, anymore. this is on you. <laughs> you know, it was really you're funny when uh, when Anira was logging in to go sit down. They saw someone running in the background. Jux's like, "Who is that? That's playing. You, you target them. Find out who it is." And uh, it was Nico. I knew who it was. Yeah, just just right <laughs> yeah, off. I'm I went like, to go else? change my glamour. That's what I was already in the studio. Then I'm like, wait, I need a Santa outfit. So I ran out to get one. <laughs> I remember when I cared about my glamour. <laughs> well, they're updating how the glamour is going to be done. <laughs> oh no, my god! Oh yay! Oh, oh, I, oh, I can't! I can't wait to get into this discussion. I'm getting it. physically nauseous. Thanks for joining us today. Twitch.tv/slash Limit Break Radio is where you can find us. By the way, we uh, do take your live calls, so uh, go ahead, line them up. Kooky Persona is uh, is is on standby and ready to take your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. LimitBreakRadio.com/slash Discord if you'd like to join us on Discord. We'd love to hear from you because we've got. I am got super eager to hear what people have to say about this live letter. Yeah, because playing is not a requirement to, to calling in. You yeah. can. That's right. The extra large live letter. That's right. Because just as uh, we've we've established uh, previously that uh, listen, you don't have to actually play the game to do a podcast about it. So yeah. you don't have to actually play to call in. No, we're kidding. But uh, we would. Are hope, you though? We, well, I mean, semi kidding. That's the thing, though. Is that the way that Square Enix? Structured structures this game. Yeah, that's pretty much what they've said to everyone is that you don't need to log in every month even. You know what I mean? Like, just stay current on uh, on the story if that's what you want. Hey, if you've played it once, yeah, you've played it all matter. of it. Yeah. Yeah, go go play some Blade and Soul. That's fine. You know, maybe just like just not play the game until the next expansion is about to come out and then play all of Stormblood and then and then just cancel your sub. Uh, there's a lot of people who have called in and written into the show saying that that's exactly what they've done. There, there might be wisdom in that. And that they're having a good time and that, you know, what? I, I mean, this, listen, clearly this isn't a game or an MMO that you need to log into every day to be able to stay current. To. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't, that's not what they want. Joshua. This is the Pokemon Go of MMO. Memos, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, play as you go. You're not going to be left out of anything. Don't worry about it. There's always going to be moments to catch up. Yep. There's nothing exclusive. Nothing will ever disappear. It'll always kind of be there. Just wait long and, enough, and it'll come back. And, well, we, and it'll um, come back we don't in know the about cash Pokemon shop. Go when they're going to bring back all those legendaries people have been missing. Yeah, we kind of do. Yeah, they're they'll, coming back. They'll come back. There'll be a, a legendary weekend where every raid is a legendary, and they're all just different legendaries. Yeah, this. Um, I mean, come on. Yeah, they'll start rotating them through. Yeah, the, it's it's going to be like uh, holiday events. Like, yeah, that's it's going to happen. There's never not going to be. Uh, a legendary raid up, or or like there's never not going to be an ability to get one of the legendaries. A you know, legendary, there's yeah. yeah, at some point there might be limited windows for it, but there's going to be there's going to be yeah. You can always get a legendary, a certain legendary, and in that's the future, and that's the same way that that FF14 structures itself. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it if you don't get it. You know, <laughs> but if I don't play right now, I'm going to be so far behind in my relic. That's okay. There, there is. That's okay, because because you know what your tone your your tone weapon is not going to be that far behind your. But relic. the relic is important because it, there's a, a very intricate storyline attached it, to it. It's not is even it in there yet? No, and it's it's really important to stay current on it so you can is see it? my dedication. Is it? Yes. No, it's not because nobody mm. actually judges you for not having it. <laughs> well, <laughs> they shouldn't. Well, they don't. I, I mean, do. Well. 
Yeah, okay, when you're when you're queuing up for pugs. And Elitis Nika strikes again. It's been a while since we've seen you. Like, you let's, let's, let's be honest. The people who, who raid are, are raiding. You know what I mean? Like, they're the ones that are going to care. Like, on a, it, there's just, there's such a divide between the raid scene and just getting, you know fucking, what? Just, just logging in for a couple of hours going, hey, okay, yeah, you're I'm right. done. And that's, and that's what they want to encourage. Like, think about the amount of time sink that you have to put in to do raiding, and there's nothing else to do at that level or that commitment level. Any crossover that that did exist between the casuals and the raid, I think, was destroyed in uh, in Heaven's Ward. Or no, no, sorry, yeah, in Heaven's Ward with yeah. the uh, with the Alexander raids going easy mode because now you either do easy mode or you don't. Yeah, exactly. There's and and we had identified that that the story incentive that existed behind Binding Coil of Bahamut threw way more people into the raid scene than probably had right to be there and and just as we saw listen we're, we're and and we'll get to this we'll get to live letter xl here in just a second but all you need to all like all the evidence of this that you need to see is on display in the the duty viewer feature oh. right the, the 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 rewind and play the basically dvr for for <laughs> the, duties the duty recorder that's it yeah i'm so excited about that because here's the thing is that to use it it requires the consent of everyone in your party because of course god does it it does awesome i did not read that yeah are you serious (laughs) yeah wait say that again you can only save three of them what you can only save three of them and it requires it's it's a it's a separate queue that you're throwing yourself into and it requires the consent of everyone oh my gosh the duty recorder used Mm mm-hmm what? No, it'll be used. I mean, it'll be used by raiders and by people yeah. who like to take cool screenshots. It'll, it'll be used per small percentage of but, people. But God for fucking bid. God for fucking bid that anyone ever have this used to have their poor performance called out on them. Uh, you know, oh. I, I'd like to point out, you know what, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, we will. We'll um, get to it. So, uh, anyway... Uh yeah that we're we're gonna get to that in just a few minutes that if happened you, again uh, uh we're 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 just kind of dipping our toe into it to to encourage you guys to call because I think everyone who still plays this game is probably even if you don't play this game anymore it's gonna feel some kind of way this is a galvanizing uh live letter that we have here so limit break radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord we want to hear from you line your calls up you feel something. We want to know what. Do you feel it in your heart? Do you feel it in your wing? Do you feel? <laughs> really? That is gonna not. I thought we would at least. I thought we would. <laughs> no. We would at least no, volley straight, it back and forth once, straight to before the we got into the into the into the a baby I, genital reference. I don't foreplay. I just go straight for the climax. And now we know why you have a child. I mean, you know. Beat it and get it out. <laughs> what? Beat it and get it out. That's, that's I, I that is the exact opposite of what got you into this situation, sir. I, I can't even applaud if you for you, the effort. If you if you had beat it and got it out, you would have never had a child. I'm well, ju- I, mean, I mean, after you beat it, then it's in. So it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get out. What? <laughs> right. What? <laughs> what? Go ahead and explain that one. All right. So when you beat it and you beating oh beating it off, right? You get off, and then it's in there. 
it doesn't matter how fast you get it out, whether it's like one second or like you just leave it in there for a couple days. It's in there. What are you beating off? Like what? what? The nut. Who beats off in a vagina? <laughs> At that point, you're having sex. Yeah. Exactly. That's not beating off. Those are two vastly different things, which is exactly what I was saying. If you had well, beat off instead of <laughs> instead of getting a vagina involved in the equation, you would not be a father and you would have saved half a million dollars over the course of 18 years. You know, yeah, but I'm going to get like a quarter of a million. Sorry. I'm getting like 3K back at tax time. So it, wor- it works out oh, even in the end. Yeah. I'm sure it will. You know what's most hilarious about this is at one point, our producers for Checkpoint was like, why don't we try and market Limit Break Radio? (laughs) Send them this like 30 second conversation and see what they have to say. I like that the camera's holding just on Nika's stone face like, (laughs) can you even believe this shit right now? That's 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 all that that, complete with the Santa hat and everything. It's amazing. She's a girl and she likes dicks. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, help support this content. I don't know why you would. Uh, Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. $20 pledge. I'm a girl. I like dicks. Oh, that was on time, too. Thank you. Long time to find. I actually had it ready like three seconds earlier, but I just waited for a longer time. (laughs) Oh, good. I doubt that. Anyway, Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Get in on the uh, postcards from Eorzea, which the latest preview went up. What was that? Yesterday or today? Uh, I think it went up yesterday. The card went out uh, Monday or Tuesday, though. So, yeah, if you want Santa Nero, <laughs> which I'm, I'm I'm not the Grinch. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, if you want Santa Nero, uh, then... Uh, and your little reindeer fell. You kind of you missed it. Kind of missed it. Sorry to, sorry to say. Why, why'd it's, you, why'd it's, you put a Lollafell in a reindeer suit? I, I didn't. I don't, I don't know that I did that. That was up to the artist. Why ask the artist? I didn't draw this. Why do you think it was an interpretation? Oh, like if we were to introduce that into the canon, why would a Nero have put a Lalafell into a rain? I mean, suit? most likely like Harvey Weinstein purposes. I'm just going to. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Now That's we, probably what the implication is. Now we are the species. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so if you wanted that postcard, you missed it. But if you want to get in on future postcards, head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio. The next one is so good. What is it? Who it's, is it? It's a Scalia. Oh, and technically, who? technically, it that's, probably, that's his last. It probably shouldn't be him because he's no longer on this show, but it was decided ahead of time. So we're going to keep it. So if you would like the last vestige of a Scalia, that's right. If you are a true casual. And you want to remember Escalia in his reign of glory on this show. Well, uh, hmm. like reign of... I just love the number six for no reason. If that, then... Then, yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. $20 money. pledge. You'll get that done. <laughs> give us money. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, to just... Because uh, to, to, uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, to update everyone on the Patreon situation, Patreon back down. And they're not going to be changing anything. That's so surprise me, actually. Cowards. I mean, it did surprise me, yeah. but I, I mean, at the same time, and I went into a little bit greater detail about this on this week's final encounter cast. I, I, I still kind of didn't know how to feel about it because I felt like the the creators that I would hear argue like like, f- uh, it, you know, against it or uh, say that it was it was a really bad move. Um, they sounded a lot like the uh, YouTube algorithm. Well, and, and when it came down to it, they were essentially just doing with donations what 
PayPal does, right? Yes, technically. Okay, I can't couldn't have really argued with that. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, anyway, called it. Um. Yeah. You did. Called it. Wait, did he? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I don't think you did. I pretty much say everything, so I'm probably right some of the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Are, are you the Simpsons of our show? You've just said enough bullshit that eventually some of it's going to be right. Yeah, that's how I. That's how my all my prophecies come true. Well, some of them. <laughs> if I just prophesize everything, I'm technically right. Okay. Can I mute him? Yeah. Sure. All right. Mute. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. Give us a call here on uh, Limit Break Radio. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Before we get into the news, let's uh, go to our phone lines and talk. Whoa. To- what? What? Oh, Already? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we got a caller this early. Why not? Uh, let's this go to is our- how you do the call line, by the way, Juxta. Yeah. How? I mean, just have it ready yeah, to go. Yeah, and just totally do it. Ready. Uh, yeah, because all of that scrambling that I just saw you do implies that it's totally ready. <laughs> okay. You know what? Fine, fine. Peek behind the curtain. She says he knows after the news. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll no, no, no. We're gonna go before the news. No, he. Don't try to blame this on Kooky. He's yeah, he's ready. We're gonna go. Uh, t- we're gonna go to Keta Mercer of Zalera. What's going on, Keta? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks. Uh, thanks for I calling us here on Limit Break Radio. <laughs> Hello. No, no problem. Um, so I want to just uh, talk about real quick uh, a topic you guys brought up two weeks ago oh. on um, about yeah Eurogamer and that whole. Um, interview that they had with Yoshi P. Yes. You can be a little and, bit more um, specific. What was the interview? So it specifically delved into how Yoshi's P's um, development mentality has affected the um, company as a whole. Ah, yes. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I, I like the direction you guys went with the whole um, discussion of it, but I, I wanted to delve back like the more, how does this affect the whole mentality of the whole company in future games? And so Yoshi P's style of getting quote-unquote fam- feedback um, and how you can fix things, you know, over time to improve how the game is received um, from its initial release. We saw that with um, one po- um, 1.0 of 14, sure. you know. They say, he says that, you know, they it, he did a crazy feat of reviving the game to what it is in um, 2.0. But I don't think we necessarily want to see games have to be fixed all the time and be repaired to get somewhat of a functional game. Okay, now and now that's that's fair. That's fair. However, I don't think that we can look at the 1.0 to 2.0 transition and go that's entirely Yoshi P because to not he bro yeah. was brought in at the, you know, at the tail end of it to fix a lot of what Tanaka had put into place and he was not even a part of the original team mm-hmm. for 1.0. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um it's just like leading into something else. But um um, it's just that like him having that mentality affecting like say also 15. Okay. That would be, um, I, I think a better example. Yeah. 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 I, I'm just like, I'm just setting up the whole situation, you know, for people who may not have heard, but, um, yeah, Yoshi P coming in, you know, for 2.0 to fix what happened in 1.0 and yeah, the game was, um, was well received and it fixed a lot of things that needed to be changed. But, um, this whole patchiness, like how we can see in 15 saying that it's okay to fix a game, even though it wasn't initially well received. And just the whole cycle house we've seen 15 progress 
with all these patches, all the DLCs and everything. And these were things that I would have liked to see from the beginning. Mm. I just don't want to see developers become stagnant and say, okay, we can just fix it later um, because we know that they'll stick around. You know, um, well, I want let's, to let, but, you know? but let's look at the kind of the other side of that coin, though. You know, mm-hmm. it, what's what is what's the alternative decision? OK, the alternative decision to trying to turn around 1.0 to 2.0 is taking the loss at 1.0 and never even attempting, you know, cutting your losses and moving on to the next thing, which was a possibility with FF14 and with 1.0. And with 15, they could have easily said, oh, there's a lot wrong with it, but you know, let's just cut our losses here and continue and move on to the next one rather than, you know, giving the fans what they were waiting for and continuing support for the game, which is the same thing that 14. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know that you can exactly draw the parallel there because I think you've got to look at 13 and 15 and compare the two tactics of those but series. But nobody wanted 13 sequels. People actually wanted different DLCs. Uh, hang on, hang on. Well, but but that's <laughs> but you're right though. I I think that you're largely correct, Nika. That you know, instead of getting Final Fantasy 15 2, we're getting two rounds of DLC, which fans are uh, which fans of the game are finding very satisfying and those that really were lukewarm on the game aren't really you know engaging with and i think that that's the same amount of audience return that you got on final fantasy 13 3 and then light or 2 and then lightning returns right so if you're gonna have the same consumptive pattern why not scale back the production and 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 really not limit it or relegate it but make that dlc instead i think that that's actually remarkably smart from a business standpoint on the part of square enix I think one of the bigger overarching problems here is that when we talk about the rest of the business taking cues from Yoshi P, the way you develop for an MMO and the way you develop a single player game, to me, should be two completely different things. I agree. Yes, yes. I, I agree. I totally agree. Although I do think that you can see some cues being borrowed in 15 15's development. Absolutely. From the way that they re that they were able to restructure and bring about uh, FF14 for 2.0 and beyond. And 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 again, I do think that, you know, while we kind of criticize uh, you know, the FF14 development team for a lot of things, including, you know, oh, it's another fight against a single mob in a circular arena. You know, there are probably technical reasons why they use that as their initial base, base to, to draw off of. Is it any more entertaining for the audience? No, not necessarily. And that's what they need to be held accountable on. Mm-hmm. But can they take that and apply that to other games and other single player games? Yes, absolutely. Sure. And the reason I think that is because FF14 at its core plays much more like a single player game than it does like an MMO. I can agree to that. Right? So, yeah. so in that respect, I do think that they can take things that they've learned from FF14 and apply that to development projects and development structures moving forward because it is a very modular way of being able to design content. At the same time, it is also very monotonous and same-y and is, you know, very kind of like 
ubiquitously fair to everyone, which I, I, you know, given some of the challenges associated with having to moderate the community around FF11, I can understand why to Square Enix that would be appealing. But as a player does not translate into satisfying gameplay. So I do understand why it would concern you. But at the same time, I'm not sure that your takeaway is necessarily exactly what they were implying either. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, um, yeah. So I think oh, I think it. Uh, no, no, no. I just I think it could go either way. Uh, Kelda, thank you for the call. Uh, uh, do you have any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, uh, no, um, no. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, uh, one one quick story, um, real quick. So I've been listening to a lot of your um, podcasts. You know, your your older podcasts, just like when I'm at work or like driving home and stuff. Oh, thanks for and, listening, man. I appreciate it. Uh, oh no, yeah, no problem. And <laughs> this is it was so fun. So I, I listened to my uh, listened to you guys on in the car this one time, and it was it was kind of loud. I'm in the stoplight right now, sure. And so I, I, I it was a story. Like you just guys just came back from Fan Fest, and just uh, ju- um, yeah, Juxta just put this drop out. You know, eat my dick, <laughs> and it just um, shouted throughout my whole car. And you can just see this lady right next to me, like just turn her head is like what the <laughs> hell is he listening to <laughs> eat my dick <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that was going to go in a completely different direction like there was a cop with his window down right next to me no she just like quickly drives off when it turns green and it's just like yeah that was an awkward moment oh my god yes <laughs> awesome that's amazing dude Kelda thank you for the call appreciate it if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear about awkward stories about you listening to the show in, I don't know, maybe at work or uh, really loud in the car because, yeah, I, I listen, I don't even listen to the show at full volume in my own car because I'm just like... Oh, oh! You're still on mute. It's Aww, dangerous. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a good thing. I need, really needed to get that comment out. That did you? Dangerous? Yeah. What, oh. Did Did you almost crash listening to us before? I mean, have you not? No. I mean, every once in a while we do. Get, we, we. I mean, like I I'll, li- well, I'll going back and listening on the replay. I end up laughing to myself. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but we're actually really, really funny. And people. we're hysterical. What the and fuck? Sometimes I just start uh, laughing and I can't do. concentrate on anything. And I cry, what, what, and, then ne- I, and then I poo a little. <laughs> Nika, what I mean, was most of, most of our humor relies on dick jokes and <laughs> yeah, they're so funny. Jokes, and poo jokes, <laughs> pee jokes. Putting I check out. I check out of those dick in what? poo jokes. Do you dick sure. into the jokes? What? What? She said she dicks into I the said jokes. I check out. I don't understand that. that you check out. Oh, like you check out the jokes? Like, oh yeah, that's sure. a great joke. You continue to think that. Nika you, thinks that her humor is above us. By the way, Nika, did you know there's a Pokemon that looks like Donald Trump? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's so funny. Just, I'm just gonna... It's actually the, the Trubbish, the piece of garbage Pokemon. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> God damn it, Nika. <laughs> Why, Nika? We could have just... Validated. <laughs> we could have just let it... Let it, yeah, just let it fester and rot and hang out even there worse, and like let, garbage it was. Yeah, <laughs> let's check out what's going on in FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. Well, this past week saw a small update with patch 4.18, which added, Ooh, a, get added a few changes of note. 
Uh, such changes include a change in the number of Delta Scape crystalloids required to obtain your weapon as well. As well as removing the weekly limit for said crystalloids. Ooh, get hype! Thank you. Ooh, get oh, Okay, okay. In Delta Scape, a do savage. I need to take your drops away too? No. Okay. The weekly re- the weekly reward limit was also removed, along with the weekly restrictions, and players cannot proceed to any section of the raid at will. They also made uh, some small changes to PvP. Ooh, get hype! Hey, and I get a space bath for every day. Uh, how 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 hype for that are you? Are, are you, you excited? Are you, are you excited, Nika? I mean. Whereas people are like scheduling, it sucks. It's horrible. I hate this rated structure. I'm so over it. People, what, wait, what's wrong? What, 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 what's scheduling? Go yeah, back. Yeah, you on know, like final exams and then holidays and family. Oh, things. Like, we can't. We can't even raid. Sad. And then face. Star Wars. Like we missed raid because I was at Star Wars. So. Oh, Nika. Wow, you're that guy. Wow. I hope you got yeah. minus fifty DKP for that. Yeah, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. You ruined Star the night. Star Wars is worth it. I uh, I logged in and was like, all right, I guess I can go finish getting the rest of my crystalloids now on on reset day. And then I noticed I didn't have enough tomes for it, so I'm like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we announced last episode that the Starlight Festival Ooh, was returning, but with no rewards. Uh. Turns out we were wrong. It happens sometimes, and we know when to admit it. So if you haven't, go get your holiday bear amount, complete with Santa hat. Oh, that is a, cute. I need him. This is so stupid. I don't know. It's have a you, pretty, s- it's have you seen it flying? Yeah, I have. It it's flies. really stupid. It flies? Well, hold on, uh, Nero. As as a at least listen. As an ex warrior, doesn't this like upset you because now anybody can get a bear? Not really. Oh, okay. this is this bear has a cuter teddy bear face. The warrior bear looks meaner than this. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. Um, this is it has definitely a derpy face for sure. It's a teddy bear. Face. No, it's a it's a it's got a derp it's face. So can we call it the juxta bear from now on then? I mean, it, he, he has a derp face. You can't use mountain houses. It face. does look like it's got an extra chromosome in the. In the gene pool, so is that a good thing or a bad thing? No. <laughs> it means you're retarded. Oh, okay. No, Juxta, that means that you're. Isn't the chromosome thing is like what makes you a girl or a guy? So are you just calling like all the girls retarded? Wow, just Nero, just wow. Okay, <laughs> along with the Starlight Celebration, Square Jesus Enix Christ. has announced another screenshot contest. The theme: festive. Duh. You can find full details over the Lodestone. There will be 100 winners uh, selected, and the prizes are, of course, the usual suspects. However, 10 grand prize winners will receive a holiday version of the Fat Chocobo plushie. So good luck. Whatever. I want that. Apparently, if you are Frosty or Nariko Star, you just get one sent to you from Square Enix. Okay, well, we, why did they get one? They're they're both pretty cool. Well, because, I don't Frosty. Frosty. Really? Okay, wow, wow. Well, Nariko's pretty cool. No, fuck Frosty. Frosty's an asshole. What has Frosty ever done? Wait, what show does he do or did? Mog, Mog talk? talk is that what it's called? Oh yeah, fuck them. They did that one subject where it was like we're gonna interview a couple married in the game or something. It was terrible. What? Wow. Fuck what? Frosty. Yeah, that was an actual episode. They did. Nice fuck dude. Frosty. Why are, you, why are we fucking him? I mean, obviously nobody talk, else will. Because he talks mad shit over Twitter, uh, and isn't it mad passive aggressive shit too? It, but 
Are, are you fucking serious? Can you not tell that, like, that, like, fucking Frosty and I are locked into a, uh, a, a fucking, like... Dragon Ball Z fight? No, no, we're, we're, we're like, locked into a, a Curb Your Enthusiasm bit over Twitter that neither of us know how to get out of. <laughs> so, oh. so every time he, br- he gets brought up, I have to be like, fuck Frosty. <laughs> I feel like I need to save you guys now. But see, all I'm thinking about is that it's the holidays and you're being really mean to a cute snowman right now. Moving on. Wow. What? Can, can we wait, way to go, Juxta. That was a terrible joke. And we're going to let was you sit on that. Awful. No, That's almost as bad as Kahlo jokes. But it's holidays and I'm a kindergarten teacher. Oh. And all I think of when I hear Frosty is Frosty the snowman. And everyone's saying, fuck Frosty. And it's mean. <laughs> You know what? Double fuck Frosty and that stupid snow bitch. I'd fucking if I if I saw if I saw Frosty the snowman in front of me, I'd punch off of his stupid fucking magic hat, and then I'd put the magic hat on my dick. And pee on it. And I'd make him I'd make him be my dick. You're so mean. Frosty the dick man. Wow, that humor was. I, I love you, not Daddy. Funny at all, so good job. I don't even know what to think anymore. Would it turn? Do you think it would turn my dick frosty cold, like into a miniature snowman? No. Or no. would he just be like the living embodiment of my dick? No. The hat just brings whatever it's on alive. That's so what I thought. Yeah. So your dick would just become sentient. Right. Like a little face, a little animated face would would appear on the tip of my helmet. But like, because it's it part of us, the fact that all of our humor revolves around dick jokes. Because it's part of you it would just basically be a little a Nero. Yeah, that's right. Oh that's terrible. <laughs> a little dicker. Could you even put up with that? No, I couldn't. Like Do you know how many the guy where like a Peter grows out of Peter's shoulder but like on your dick? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that would that listen, I have enough bad dick thoughts that I have to swat out of the, you know, consciousness on my own free will. Give it a mind of its own. It's all over. Then I make. Uh, then I just make bad dick you know, decisions for the rest of my life. It would be even worse because just like when it's not sentient, you still only have enough blood to run one or the other. Listen, I already made one bad dick decision this year, and I got mono out of it. Okay, oh. I don't need another one. All right, where did gonna... you put your dick? Huh? Where'd you put your dick? It was Tinder. not. It wasn't where I put my dick. It was where I put my mouth. But the decision came from the dick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Can, can can we move on now? Please? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so tons of details were released with the producer live letter, which of course we will be discussing shortly. But one of the biggest announcements out is that the next Final Fantasy XIV fan festival date has been revealed. <laughs> Gay! <laughs> <laughs> next year in November, the 15th through the 17th, the North American fan fest will take place in Las Vegas, followed by the European one in Paris, France in early 2019 and, or sorry, 2018, <clears throat> and the Japanese one the weekend of March 23rd, 2019. 2018 in 19. Tokyo. It's 2019 to, it says on the outline. It's the 18 though. Why does it say 19? I don't know why it says 19. That's a good question. That doesn't seem to make sense at all. FanFest, who's going? Woo woo, hype. What are you talking? It's going to be 2018 in less than a month. Right, so it's next no- year. November 15th through 17th in 2018, right? Then in Paris in early 2019. Oh, so 2019 was right. <laughs> Dang. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? Do just, you not know how calendars work? Just had a complete brain malfunction there, my I bad. mean, if you heard us in the car on the way up here, yeah, we don't know how calendars Holy work. Holy oh, fucking don't even, shit. Don't even bring that up. Oh my god. We were convinced that uh, patch 3.5 lasted stop, 18 stop, months. Stop. <laughs> stop. Wow. Just, stop. You're an idiot. Just stop. Hey, hey. 
okay. He helped. I No, I was playing Pokemon. You were the one going through it in your head. <laughs> I, you were all on the floor to FanFest next year. Who else? I, I would have you know about st- sending strife with you. I I think that would have been Send a strife with me. Whoa. Listen, listen. Whoa. This would have been a brilliant marketing maneuver if Square Enix had come out and announced the North American Fan Festival had happened <laughs> last month. Brilliant, <laughs> fucking brilliant. People would have been so upset. Well, that's what he was implying was that they came out and announced that the North American Fan Fest would happen in November of 2017. <laughs> That's what he was implying. I fucked up. I'm sorry. You fucking idiot. Anyway, all right. Fan Fest 2018 is happening, and it's 2018, 2019. Um, and uh, yeah, so of course the the big date that everyone it's going to be most relevant to our audience is mm. going to be the November 15th through 17th date. Um, so we are definitely looking at our options on, uh, getting out there and, uh, we are going to be looking at, uh, possibly doing another after party. Fuck yeah. So, uh, stay tuned, uh, for announcements on that, but we will have some sort of presence out there. Wouldn't be a fan fest without Limit Break Radio. I mean, of course not. the last fan fest where we sent literally everyone was pretty special because that was our 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and we liked the game, too. Well, there's that, too. And all of us were there, which just made it special. I mean, yeah. That's what Nero just said. Yeah. He sent no, everybody. Said, no, he said it was special it was, because it, of the anniversary. But no, it was we all went. all of us were there. We all went because it was 10 years. The holidays. Let's talk about friendship and how we actually like each other. We all went because we were celebrating 10 years and nobody likes Skirt Fan Fest. This year, we may not be able to take everyone from the cast out there. Which won't make it as special because everyone went last year, which made it special. I mean, maybe we can we can make some Patreon stretch goals to like bring a Scalia out to Fan Fest or something. Fuck that. If you guys really want us to figure out actually how you know what the math of that works i think i do think we do need a scholar because how else are we gonna like find everyone we can't just be like meet at the giant pink head really tall guy with pink hair yeah, yeah. um by the way that was special th- this year this year not at the uh the paris this year going back to the rio yeah which, oh, okay oh. But, I, but it wasn't the reason they moved away from the rio because they could only sell so many and it sold out so quickly I thought that was the reason they didn't do the Rio a second time around. I have no idea. Well, it was a better should, location, but it was... That's what I was just about oh. to ask. Having been to both the Rio and the Paris, which did you guys prefer? Um, I thought the, the Rio. Rio was better. Yeah. I'm going to say the Rio. I, I really thought that the reason is because they couldn't sell as many tickets because the, the space was smaller. I'm oh. going to be honest. I thought I felt like um, the space in uh, the Paris was like... Actually, a lot small. I felt way more cramped in the Paris than I ever did in the Rio. And maybe it was because of those stupid fucking, oh, we're going to make it look like the streets of Paris. Goddamn nonsense. Uh, but I, I, I felt I was way more comfortable in the Rio. I don't know. I mean. I've only yeah. been to the one, so I've, I can't I've really only count. been to them. Yeah, Nika, you were supposed to jump on that. <laughs> no, mine was I like the space in the Rio better, but I felt like it was not as big yeah it, it probably i mean space was better which is like, i thought it was which was is weird fun. if nika was correct about them picking the paris to sell more tickets if it was a smaller area i think that they're gonna have less tickets than than the previous year oh, but the uh, subscriber count is as big as it's ever been in sh- growing stop lying we we know that that's not it's true. growing no 
That's not like a dick. That's hard. So here's the question is that, I mean, we know that this means that they're going to be announcing a expansion out there. Well, Yoshi P has recently in an interview said that he's already done the storyboards for the opening sequence. So, uh, so here's the question. What is our expectation uh, post Stormblood? I mean, now, well, now they're- pretty sure they said that we'd be going to Garland in 5.0. Yeah, we know that. Is is that a hundred percent for sure? He spoiled that. I mean, at he said that back Fest in like, NA. Well, hold, okay, no, hold on, hold on. He did it. Look, things can be unless it's specifically stated in stone, which he did not say. Guys, five is Garlemald. It could change. Yeah. And as we've learned from Stormblood, <laughs> guess what? Going to fucking Alamigo might not mean going to fucking Alamigo. Right. Oh, we're going to Garlemald. There's one There's one little cutscene in a dungeon in Garlemald, and then we actually go over to where the fucking Final Fantasy twelve shit took place, and we actually help them rebel and break free of the Garlemald bonds. But Gis- guess what? Giselle, we went to Garlemald. Giselle in the chat saying Garlemald dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we've been to Garlemald. Yeah. Technically, we've already been to Garlemald, because again, when we went to Rebanaster. That's uh that's Garlean controlled territory. Yeah. Garlean space station? So, but I mean like what you know, like what are the, what are the actual expectations at this point for 5.0? In terms of content. I don't have expectations. Because I mean are are we just going to see kind of the same pale copy paste in terms of content that we've seen from Heaven's Word to Stormblood or do they have to at this point start you know meaningfully adding shit to do that's not dungeons that's oh. not See, we said they had to do that with Stormblood and they didn't well but they did if they wanted to retain the same amount of subscribers and we've seen the fruits of what they've been reaping and it's less subscribers 10 that, million subscribers that's what we don't see in the game but based on the attitude that they have when promoting their product you got they Stop. believe what Stop. they're doing is working. Stop. You, no. No. Stop. Promoting and saying, like putting that as your is your quote unquote best foot forward, that's different from actually having the data and having to respond to the data. They have the real data and they're not Square Enix, you can say a lot of things about them, but you can't say that they're dumb enough to be able to read the data wrong. They're interpreting the data to their audience in a way that doesn't make them look bad. And they can say that because technically, oh, yeah, the amount of trial accounts that they got is up above 10 million. Fine. It, fine. They're fudging the facts to be able to market their product. That is different. They do actually have to respond to data trends, which is what we see with our eyes and what we see when we log into the game every fucking time we log in. So what and, are your expectations and, then? And and this whole damn your lying eyes bullshit that they're trying to spin with their marketing, it, it doesn't work on me. So we know that the data is telling a massively different story than what their marketing says. Because their marketing can't say, oh, well, we've lost 5 million accounts in the land. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. So they're not going to be honest about that. So we've got to we've got to, you know, look with our own eyes and use our own judgment to be able to talk about it. My expectation, first of all, is that we're going to get free to play. That's when it's going to happen. Yeah. So they're going to pull the trigger at, at 5.0. Okay. We're going to get yeah. free to play. You still have to buy the expansion, though, right? You still got to buy the expansion. A free to play model. Right. Yes. Okay. If you're willing to still give them your money, they're going to take it. 
It, that's exactly it. I, well, it's it's probably going to be, it's much more likely that it's going to be a hybrid model a la what Elder Scrolls Online Well, actually, look, look at the fact that because right now you can already do the free trial up to level 30. Right. 35. And Yoshi, to 35. And Yoshi P said going 40, or going forward, I think he said he'd like to raise that to 50 or 60. That is essentially a free-to-play mode. Kind of. I mean, you're not I mean, wrong. It's, it's, it's not far off. That's so like it's, the whole base game, practically. Yeah, it's everything except what you do when you get to cap, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which is supposedly the reason that you should shell out twelve ninety nine a month. Which is, as we've identified, been getting smaller and smaller and less enticing as time goes on. There was there a, uh, is a point. There is a point where they do have to switch. From trying to bring new people in because that well will have dried up and they have to switch to trying to retain people that have either given it a shot and they've tried to do it through PVP and it has not worked out oh every time. Oh my gosh. They, it, Don't it, get me it has really that. blown up on them th- trying to do this through PVP. So I think if, if Square Enix was smart that they drop, they would drop, they would just say, you know what, we're good with the PvP where it is. You've got three modes. Maybe we'll do an occasional new map, but we're n- this whole nonsense of like we're going to try to make, uh, you know, PvP in FF14 actually genuinely competitive. Tournament, get, stop! No. It's not happening. Ranked matches. It's make, not make your game good first. It's Teams. not happening. And and all you have to do is go look at the leaderboards. Look at how many people are actually participating in this shit. It's not working. And Square Enix can't deny that data. They can deny it to us all they want. They can't deny it to themselves. So they've got to do something with FF14. And if they keep doing the copy and paste thing, you know what I mean? Don't like die. It's it, it yeah, FF14 as as a product that continues to put out expansions is probably not going to last that long. Copy and paste killed 1.0. Copy and paste will kill 2.0. Well, mm, I mean, it'll be 3.0 and 4.0, 5.0 at that point. But yeah, you, I get your point. I don't know. I mean, all right. First of all, yeah, the, the it's the a free, different kind of copy and paste. The thing. the free to play or at least the hybrid free to play model. I can see that happening. You're right, absolutely. Other than that, I don't know what even what kind of expectations to put on it because I know that whatever I want or hope for isn't going to happen. I don't know if we're even going to get a relic quest in 5.0. Because they keep they keep on pushing it back yeah, farther do. and farther and farther. I don't think they like the relic quest. I don't think they do. I think you're well, right. Well, because they don't know how to do it in a new way that will appease people. Nothing will be as good as the first I, I stage think, of I the original the, relic. Honestly, yeah. I think the reason that that Square Enix second guesses their content so often is just because of how fair it would be to everyone, which is a really bad reason to second guess a piece of content. Anyway, um, so in terms of expectation for uh, let's let's take it off the serious. Right. And let's let's have a little bit of fun with the speculating uh, for the last five minutes that we have in our in our first hour here. Uh, what what jobs, what new jobs would you expect? OK, for starters, Blue Mage, are we getting jobs or one job in 5.0? Mm. <laughs> Three, two, one. I, w- I, I reasonably expect two. Yeah, I'm going to say two. Anything less yeah, than two, anything less than two will will make shows like ours light our hair on fire. Mm. I'm gonna go with the full on FF11 nostalgia play, Blue Mage and Beastmaster. No, and they're no. both they're both gonna be so terrible. Like no, they're not gonna be Beastmaster what people want whatsoever. No, Beastmaster can't work. It, it will not. Work. It, it will Square not. Enix it will hates not. Pet jobs. Yeah, it will not work in FF14. It just won't. 
Um, although I do think Blue Mage is probably a good guess. You know what? I think we're not going to get a new job. I think we're going to get a new race instead. Why not both? I don't know. They hated doing that before. Because a new race is basically comparable roughly to a new job. When it comes to the work being put work, into work, it. Yeah, work put out. Put, sure. Work put in. I think we're going to get a new race and it's going to be Vieira. Mm-hmm. Vieira wouldn't I'll surprise see. me. Uh, they they gave enough little sort of small hints that it could be possible, but I don't think that they would not put in jobs. Or, or we would see either the jobs or the race delayed and get it sort of like halfway through. <laughs> see, the th- but, the th- but the thing is, is that the way that they're doing jobs and the way that they're adding jobs and doing job balancing, it's nothing to add a job anymore. Easy. Well, it's easier than it's, it was. It's most mm-hmm. most of the work that you're doing is not in balancing calculations. It's in animation. In fact, in fact, doing a whole new race might be more work probably than yeah. having to do a single job. But no, no, I think fine. They come up with VR right at the beginning, and then in five point two five, we get a new job. No, five point four five. Here's another new job. Sorry, we wanted to get them out at launch with the expansion, <laughs> but gosh, our developers, they were just they were just so overworked and tuckered out. Now, there's no way they can add a new job mid-expansion anymore because they saw the fiasco that Rogue and Ninja made. There's no way they would but, ever do that again. I don't know. I feel like that was different because I don't know. We don't know when that development was started. Like if they decided in the middle of it, oh, let's start making a new job. Like if it's something that they do most of the development in the expansion development period and then you know fine-tuning it just happens to take a patch longer i don't know DC. what what jo- what jobs could come out of out of garlemald possibly judge if, <laughs> judge if if garlemald is the direction that we're pushing it's gotta be a, a tank and a healer right because we just got all those dps and there's no way that they're no. gonna sell us another expansion where don't worry don't worry the queues are gonna be fine I think S. Oh my God! This is something I wanted to bring up early. If you have two separate fucking queues for duty recorder and non-duty recorder, you're gonna fuck up your queue times even more. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure that's that's exactly how it works. I hope not. That'd be funny. I think. I think maybe it's probably gonna be a toggle on the thing. We're either gonna get one job, a tank or a healer, or we're gonna get two jobs, both DPS. They can't do two DPS anymore. You think? No yeah. way. Well, see, F- we, we thought that before too. After, no, after I mean, how you know, easy- when they make tank and healer jobs, the only people that play them were the people that already played them. No, they're going to have to. I mean, that's the thing though, is that there's going to be. <laughs> and but the, you're right though with with queue times though, because queue times mm-hmm. are the big thing that you have to balance yeah, the, in there. They the only, literally did not care about queue times. We saw that. The only other option they have, and they can't go this way because fairness and balanceness would be a hybrid job that could do one no. or the other. Nope. No, nope. See, no, that's no. not. That's, no, I, that's I, never going to happen. I know it's, it's never going to happen. Never. But the thing is though, is that you know, again, Square Enix can't ignore the data. Mm. And we've been seeing I've been seeing more and more people saying that they're quitting FF14 because the queue times for doing any of the dailies are so ridiculous as DPS that the, that the game doesn't function. The only people that I know that log on <laughs> log on like to role play to do shit that isn't even technically in the game. So, you know, I do think that Square Enix can't ignore that data forever. And if they're going to add new jobs, I think one of them does have to be either a tank or a healer. Mm-hmm. I one think of them. Logically, yeah, it has to be a tank and a healer. 
But I don't think Square Enix wants to go through the, all the effort of balancing another tank and healer because they can't even feel like they. I feel like they don't even have a handle on balancing the ones they have. I think a healer is much more difficult. Yeah, because in terms of the the healing jobs, you know, like that has been a much more difficult balancing act. Whereas tanks, it's like. You it's give them the cooldowns, yeah. and then well, tanks then are almost like indistinguishable from each other. Let yeah. me let me kind of uh, go off the 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 point that you brought up numerous times about the way that DPS is done now. When really at this point it's kind of like plug and play, right? One of the reasons that I think balancing healers was so hard is because they didn't want two healers to be the same. You have your you know straight up big heals. You have your uh, your. Uh, shields or whatever that the 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 scholar does and astrologen is like this whole like randomized thing right but now the whole idea for all jobs what gives it its uniqueness and the way that it plays is just the visual style of of the new doodads and stuff that they give you right so they could come up with a brand new healer that plays just like anything else but so long as it looks like it's playing differently they could easily put it in tune with another job that's copied off but of. that's exactly what they do with everything at this point where exactly. most of the most uh, yeah. most a lot of the moves uh you know between jobs are similar they're yeah. weighted similarly and therefore you know um uh rotations basically just kind of are the thing that makes jobs feel different is yep. what the rotation is what the chain of abilities that you're supposed to right. activate are and what order they come in and i feel like the best way to like differentiate that is is through dps is having a dps like trying to change the way tanks feel and the way healers feel is a lot harder than just changing the way you dps that is true and square enix is very lazy that is also true. It seems that they are taking the lazy route when when presented with it. But I mean, I just I think I I just think that two more DPS end up breaking queue times to an ungodly point. And I think that they've already hinted that, you know, you can expect jobs with expansion. Yeah. And here's the mm-hmm. thing. It was one thing for them to get away with two DPS this time and them saying, oh, don't worry, it's not going to affect the queue times because we have no evidence to point to the contrary. But now if they come up with two DPS, we can go look at what happened in Stormblood. The queue times were fucking yeah. broken. We're not going to put I mean, up with this. Exactly. They even had to add like craft clusters and all this other bullshit for people leveling a tank or a healer. Like it was obvious what they were trying to do. Right. Like yeah. they knew the queue times were bad and they had to incentivize people to. And they the still suck and they still suck. They still suck to yeah. this day. Like I still was doing roulettes earlier and as a healer it can get an instant queue and as a DPS it's 30 minutes. All right. Well, just a little pro tip for you guys out there. Three DPS and a healer can work. Instant queue. <laughs> Give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you. What are your opinions about 2018 Fan Fest? What are your expectations for the next round of expansions for FF14? Uh, we'd love to know. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Before we get into uh, the live producer letter xl let's go back to our phone lines real quick and talk to nick who's hanging out on discord what's going on nick thanks for calling limit break radio hey guys thanks for letting me call in for the first time ever hey man thanks for uh calling the show what's happening not too much i said the that that um i'm sorry the um live letter was amazing yeah yeah yep we gotta praise Yoshi P for all the all the exciting new things that he's uh, he's providing. Is the best. Uh, you're actually hyped after this live letter, then? 
Exactly. Was it was it was it because we're not getting uh, we're we're not getting our uh, new version of Diadem until two point five two point five. Yeah, because it's Sorry, still, yeah, yeah. they're working 4. on making 5, it the it exact best 4. ever. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, what was your favorite announcement from uh, the the live letter? Then, what are you most looking forward to? All the NM hunting I'm gonna do in Eureka when it comes out. Oh, but that's not till four point two five, my friend. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. What are you looking forward to about four point two? Because they didn't even tell us anything about Eureka other than show us a. Uh, concept a piece of concept art for it. Like we don't, we still don't know what we're getting. Yako. No, that's different. Yeah, that's different. It's a different that's thing. our warring triad. Yeah, I, I think that's what Nika's most uh, excited always, for. There's always uh, repeated, repeating the uh, old days of of farming continuum fractum hard mode. Because uh, yeah. it's coming back. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, I, I listen. I I am gonna say though. I am kind of excited to see what the uh, alternate path that they take us on through Fractal Continuum is Maybe. because there's a lot of cool shit in there. Maybe yes, we'll just go backwards. Fractal Continuum was uh, actually like a, a museum, an Elegant Museum. Yes, right? correct. So it, it would be kind of cool to see what else there is. Well, and and there was that entire back part that got blown out uh, at the boss area that you could continue past and who knows what's back there. That's kind of cool. So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm 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 curious to see how they change it. If it's literally just different mobs, I'm going to be disappointed. Hmm. Or they start us at the end and take us to the beginning. <laughs> but it's a different color. Yeah, stop it. It has to be a different color. Uh, so okay. Uh, uh Nick, uh, I, I we appreciate the call, dude. Um, anything else that uh, that you want to say before we let you go? Not too much. Just. Uh, just ex- looking forward to seeing you guys again next year. Yeah, we kind of... Ryoko, that was a uh, good attempt at uh, doing a goofy voice, which you know, we had said last episode we should we should have Ryoko do the goofy voices. Here's the thing. When I first heard it, I'm like... Is that, that sounds a lot like Ryoko. Yeah, I, like, I wanted to say something, but then if it wasn't Ryoku, I, I didn't I, want to be a dick. Right, I didn't want to be a dick either. Right, like... Damn it. Like, this is Ryoku, isn't it? Uh, dude, thanks for calling the show. Appreciate it. Um, You're welcome. I decided it's like, hey, you, you, called, you called it out, and I'm going to accept that challenge. I, can, is, it, there's no... <laughs> Okay, can you, you know do what? a goofier voice? Like, like, can you do like a cartoon voice? Or can you do something up here or anything? Like, uh, that's what I was because it, while it it sounded almost exactly like you with a with a lower kind of like lower voice like this, I'm kind of curious if you can do like a a truly goofy voice. I I could, but I asked Nika to change my name, so she gave me a guy's name. So I was like, well, I need to lower my voice to make it different than what I'm already. Here. But. But I can do a voice like this. No, that just sounds uh, like yeah. you're doing a false yeah. setup. Yes. And there's no voice that you can do that doesn't sound like it's still you. But, but which, which makes yeah. the joke hold up yeah. from last week. I was yeah. going to say, not to mention, yeah. if he would have just did a totally goofy voice, might not have been able to tell, to tell that it was Ryoku. But a lot of people in the chat were like, I'm not sure if he's sarcastic or not. <laughs> and so th- that's why it got us. Yeah, for a second yeah. I thought, is it Ryoku? But yeah. then as it went on, I actually thought this dude was serious. Yeah, so, and that's true. Yeah. You got yeah, me because. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I spent the last like ten minutes of what when you guys were discussing about about um, the next potential patch, actually practicing the deeper voice. <laughs> oh, okay, all nice. right. Well, good. You good got co- us. Commitment. Got us. That's commitment. You got me. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. Ryoku, thanks for the call, man. It's always good uh, hearing from you. 
Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Carletta's hanging on the line. We'll get to you in just a second, but... Ryoku got me because in Discord, he changed his name to Nick, so I'm like, that's oh, not... Oh, clever. Guys, he's not Ryoku, it's Nick. And like, Attention to detail, I'm that looking, is important. I'm looking in our like our user list, I'm like, Ryoku, where is Ryoku? Bravo, bravo. Got him, got me. Uh, let's talk about the extra large live producer letter All brought right. to you by fat can we uh, can we start with this promo picture for rise of a new sun it's called oh my oh, god oh look at that it looks so good no they, they've got a wyvern in the background a sky will be sad about that oh. alpha he, stop, alpha is in stop. the main he's got stop. a cute little ironworks outfit alpha is cute he has he's, an outfit he's so cute he's, he's got a Jesse, on. alpha freaking. is literally the worst character ever he can't even oh, say anything he used to scratch his scratch he's like four squeeze yeah that wyvern though uh, well, that's Midgar Somer. That's Midgar. That's Midgar Somer. Obviously, but the way that they've drawn it, it totally does look like Sid has a wyvern. Oh yeah, that's true. No, it does make sense that it's Midgar Somer because we. In fact, this is the uh, the whole Omega Delta Escape crap. Fucking whatever is the first time we've seen him since we actually used him back in Heaven's Ward. So yeah, that's got to be him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. they're just uh, debuting the new Dragoon pet. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, it's a good watercolor, but I'm not a fan of Rise of the New Sun. Who's the new sun? What? Who? Like, what, what, is, it, what is it referencing? Is this just because we know we're going... Uh, here's the other thing that upsets me. Okay. The sun is literally... No, here we go. It's actually a sun. Like, we're going to get a new one, like Tatooine. Right. <laughs> no, because new, two new nations, Donna, blah, 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 blah. We know that we're going to be spending the majority of this patch in Doma. But but they're just showing off what Omega stuff on the uh, on the promo picture. Yeah, well, well, you know the last patch also just had Rabin Aster sh- shit when we knew. Yeah, that. I didn't like that either. I'm just listen. I I, I think that it is uh I, like like this what they've started setting up in patch three point one. Right. In terms of story and where the story is going to go over. I'm sorry, 4.1 and where they've set it up to go over the course of ostensibly to 4.5. I'm so bored. Oh, definitely. So <laughs> bored. It's going to be Doma do, this time. It's, yeah. You're and then st- we'll go back over to Alamigo. Alamigo. And right. And, it's, and, and, and you know, the way that this is going to end, it's going to end with he and, and, uh, um, getting married. Yes. Oh my gosh. What? No. Yep. Please no. Calling it now. No, Calling it now. No. Nope. Not, not least. Not least. Leon forever. Leon forever. <laughs> no. Right, he's forever. Is that Ian's? what you want? Like that's that's. No, no, I like Leon better. Lisa's Le- better on her own as a strong woman. Yeah, you know that that's not gonna happen. She though. needs a man to validate her. You know, there's no that's strong not what women. Bi- in what else would they be building to? Yugiri has a huge crush on him. I don't. What, think what, yeah. Him. Okay. But <laughs> Sentai will never notice her. Okay. Yugiri is no one. If they if they end up hooking up, they unite the two kingdoms. That's where this is going. Uh-huh, and no, that's no, big. No, no, Come on, no, 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 tell no, me why. No, 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 Nika, no, no. instead of trying to shout me down, give me a valid reason why that is wrong. Besides, no, you don't I'm want it to no happen because I know you're probably right, and I don't want to. I don't want to. You just ruined this entire expansion for Nika. <laughs> this is the th- this is that the, breaks. Yeah, right? Wow, this okay. is the thing that breaks Nika's back. Yes, Nika's is true. 
<laughs> you, because here, look. You I almost thought uh, Gallant's comment was Yagiri is lease, and I was going to be like, "What the fuck?" We just <laughs> that would be so we've, cool. We have driven Ida this joke guy. into the ground. We're I still would, waiting for Ida to return. Yeah, not Ida, to mention Ida you, is Yagiri. Yagiri still has to get with uh, what's his face, the golden boy from Ishgard. Gosetsu. No, from Ishgard. <laughs> from Ishgard. Imrik. Imrik. Yeah, yeah Yagiri has to get with Emmerich. What's her face? Huh? Is he with somebody? Lucia. Oh, my oh God. what? No, the the Garlean? No, no. yeah. No, she is to he she is to Emmerich what Yagiri is to Hian. Senpai's never gonna notice her. Uh no, she's basically Brienne of Tarth. Ah yeah. there you go. Good one. I like that. Right? Am I crazy? No, she's I don't Brienne know. of Tarth. She's totally Brienne of Tarth. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So with that established, you she doesn't get anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she gets to be lonely. She Forever. gets to be a giant bear. Yeah. In fact, whoever's she, probably better. Whoever she, she wants to fall in love with dies. So <laughs> there you go. You don't want her to have Emmerich. That's right. Or he's going to get devoured by a vagina-born shadow. Plus, we know that the head of the head of each one of these nations is never like they're never going to die. They can't die. <sighs> Because the Sultana didn't die. I mean, the die. Sultana didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Even though right. she should, and then I so think that I, even though bold. she did. So, so let's, count, let's count our safe characters. We've got Imrik. Imrik's safe. Uh, uh, Lise is safe, uh, ostensibly. Yes. Uh, uh, All he, of the Sion is safe. Science can die. Science can die. Okay, yeah. no. Um, no, but, what's no what's we need to see the return of Minsulia. Connie Senna. What's your ugly bitch in Limsa? Meryl boobs, Meryl web, yeah, Meryl tits. The, uh, uh, the only one, I think, the only one th- whose whose status is kind of up for grabs is Raubon. Raubon's really? kind of the only one, no. yeah. No, and here's why. Here's why, and and I think this is one of the reasons why maybe they ended up bringing the Sultana back as well. Is you can't kill Raubon because he is Ulda's way of staying in conflicts. They're not going to send uh, the Sultana out to be the one who sort of like leads all those things. So okay, no, there is a way. If Raubon were to die, Pippin would have to take his place. Yeah. Oh, duh. I think that's what they're setting up Pippin for. I would rather Pippin die. Hmm. That, why? How much more motivation do you... Like, like Raubon as a character has seen... Some shit. <laughs> no, he, but he's seen his arc, though. Like, what? now that now that Alamigo is liberated, he has no reason to exist in the plot. Period. All he is 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 serving his motivation for uh, for Nanamo. Ah, oh, crap! You can't even turn him evil because Ilbert already did that. <laughs> exactly. Rabban would never. Oh that. come on! That would be a sweet ass arc. No, come on! He's had the redemption arc after yeah. the whole thing with Ilbert. Yeah. And he's and he's rejected the power. So we know that he's not going to be at the seat of power in Alamigo. Why that's I, that's being set aside for lease. Why don't I want him to die? Like, I don't mind them retiring him it's out of the it, story. But for some reason, I feel like if they were to just kill him off now, it would just be like, eh. Because if you if you read, done. If, well, if you read the beats of the plot, then yeah, that's what they're setting you up for. Mm. You're you're ready for it. So I don't want to be ready for a death, though, because if I'm ready for it, it's just like, oh, OK, he's gone now. Too I bad. agree. I agree. So even when they do a death, they're not going to do it correctly. Yeah. Oh, just you like should have killed none him. of us were ready for this. Altana, and so they didn't do it. You should have killed him off before he finished his art. Listen, Square Enix proved me wrong. If Square Enix proves me wrong, then they're actually setting up a much more compelling storyline. So prove me wrong. Scru- Square Enix. Screw Enix. Either I'm right 
about what they're setting up or I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Let me put it that way. I'm prepared to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Let me let, let me say that for everyone who, you know, if I am wrong, wants to come back and rub it in my face. What would they do with him then? Just retire him somewhere or give him a new plot arc? Raubon? Yeah. He's mm. just going to be the commander of the Alamegan army and he's just going to be... No, he, he, he'll, he'll continue hanging out with Nanamo. Probably. What? He'll and just, he'll and, just go, and back and, and he'll go back and be a boring, yeah. boring what, leader listen, now. But wasn't the whole plot what? that he doesn't that like he nanamo relieved him of duty so that he doesn't have to return to old right. right he's not coming back to Ulda. right he's not coming back to old well uh, you don't you he can do whatever he wants that's yeah. that's the thing about character autonomy because yeah, now who's gonna do all this shit for nanamo <laughs> why would he stay in alamigo because that's what his, his homeland purpose has been rebuild was to get to, back to alamigo was to reclaim alamigo not to get back to alamigo i don't know home is where the heart is yeah, and who, that's where he wants to be who knows where where he wants to be oh yeah no no because that's on. that's you you see that internal conflict in him in that scene that's right because it's not like he has any family left exactly in alamigo, but you know where he does have family with Nanamo and, and Ulda. Right. And protecting her. Right. From the syndicate who still are out for blood. He would much rather, I think, see Pippin in that role than take that role up himself. Yeah, but maybe. he knows that he can't leave yet. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. See, Interesting. I, but again, all of that kind of serves to set up that he's either going to start being a background character or that he's going to die. And I think he's going to die. And I think that needs to that needs to happen to make for a compelling plot point. I mean, but the three people that are in like freaking Kane Senna and Merle Webb and Robin have always kind of been a background character until this arc where he had a reason to come up to the forefront. Like he could easily just go back to being a background. His character. arc. No, 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 no. His arc started all the way back in 3.0 when they introduced Ilbert as a character. That's when his arc in earnest started. And remember, Ilbert was a part of the um, was a part of the uh, Crystal Braves, Crystal the Braves, the blues, yeah, yep. yeah, the Blues. So really, that's really where his arc started because that's where they started weaving in some of the Alamigo Resistance stuff. Back when the story was good. Oh God, right? I I hope they don't kill him because I can't see a, a situation where killing him would meaningfully add to anything except that okay, we're done with him, so we're going to toss him out now. Yeah, kind of. Like, I, mean, I would other, rather him other just than, go back to being other, a background character. Other than having tons of buildup and having tons of familiarity and then taking that character away from you. That is an effective... That, that, as in terms of a motivator for the player, that's pretty effective. I mean, you know, that's essentially what they, what they did with Ysail. Right? Mm. Yeah. I think that Ysail's was a little bit different. Because Ysail's was better. Exactly, because she didn't actually complete what she was setting out to complete. She found out she was a fucking fraud yeah, she and failed. a failure. She failed. And then so, in her redemptive, like, like dying, that was her redemption. Right. Yeah. But his re- that's, that's the thing. His redemptive arc is complete. And now, kind of like Han Solo, exists just to be killed. God, that'd be terrible. Who kills him? <gasps> Pippin turns evil. Mm. No. Oh, no. No, Aww. they haven't set that up at all. Uh, they they haven't set up a big bad for the second half of the arc here. Is that's that's oh actually that's part of the problem here, mm. and why I think four point one feels compassless. <laughs> maybe it's the Warriors of Darkness. There is no big bad right now. Oh my gosh! Right, like the only big bad that we have is Omega and Garlemald. I mean, they, yeah. they they're always there. Exactly. Well, you, yes. You, break you, one saw, of his you saw that scene at the end of the credits with Garlemald. Yeah, idiots. 
the emperor. They're, but they're, but they're not an active there. part of and, the story and the Alaga- yet. And the uh, Asians, I mean. And, and look, if the emperor suddenly, for some stupid reason, decides to come to the forefront of the battle, that's just dumb. But for the first time in a long time, we don't actually have a big bad. I, I don't like that. I mean, we have we have the existential big bad of Garlemald yeah. and the Asians, who have always kind of been there. Right. But it's it's it, there is no big bad to focus on right now. We just have what's her name in, ca- in captivity, and then the other one who's had the sense knocked out of her. Yeah, she. They're has. not even really bads anymore. No, they're not. And then what the fuck they they're doing anyway? Go send. And then well, and Xenos is gone, so poof. Where, well, where is our big bad right now? Is Xenos you know, supposed to be a big, epic, big bad? Uh, every- yeah, Xenos is gone. To- it's it's stupid that like it took us like three patches to kill Nidhogg, and yet Xenos was supposed to be like this really big bad dies in the first that we hate I, you know, the most. Yeah, I, I didn't think Xenos was that bad of a guy. No, I I I, I thought I that mean, the he's villains a pretty bad guy, but not compared to dude. Us. The villains in Stormblood way underwhelming. Like, way underwater with Yotsuyu and Xenos both. The grasshopper in a bug's life was more evil than Xenos. Like, oh. I, like honestly, honestly, going back in Heaven's Word, like your your enemy being the state church was way more interesting than if cliche. Yeah, I, I mean, I cliche yeah. for a Final <laughs> Fantasy plot, sure. Thank you. Yeah. For a Final would, Fantasy plot specifically, yeah, kinda. But uh, you had two, you you had two existential threats, which basically the existential threat was Garlemald through Xenos and uh, uh, Yotsoyu, right? And Fordola. And Fordola. But now that's all been undone, mm-hmm. and until until the Empire comes back into the picture, yeah, we just don't we. We're gonna get. What, uh, we don't have a big bad. Maybe? We're gonna have uh, a scion possess Xenos's uh, vaporized body, <laughs> and that's how we're gonna have fight Xenos yet again in four point two. Please no. Xenos comes you back. Search your heart as a you primal. know it to be true. All right. No. 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 <laughs> Nate's just like we're done with today. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to move the fucking conversation right, along yes. for like the last thirty fucking minutes. So we're finally getting Jesus Hildebrand's side quest. How much tap dancing do we have to do to get to move to the next fucking information I, point? I, I was actually enjoying. You're in the driver's about, seat talking about the, the future MSQ. You're in the dri- yeah, but how much more bullshit do we have to get through in thirty minutes? Honestly, I don't even know a whole lot. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it. Is the thing that was probably the most interesting this discussion was going to get. Hildebrand's coming. Uh, Juxa, you're the only one who watched the uh, the like short scene. The tease, I guess, that they put in. Oh, you did it too? Okay. Yeah. Do you expect anything out of the actual quest? Like a return to form for Hildebrand? Are we just going to babysit? No, of Of course course not. not. I expect it's going to be exactly like uh, Heaven's Words. Yeah. Well, it's going to be worse, I think. It's going to be terrible. Heaven's Words was cute, but it wasn't like what Hildebrand was Mm. supposed to be. I miss when we had. We got, what, three trials out of the first Hildebrands? We got all trials in both Gilgameshes? Yeah, Yeah, we did. I I missed that. And honestly, they, they were good ones. They were. They, were, they were all good ones. All three of them. The were story good. was good because he was being an inqui- an inquisitor, inqui- investigator extraordinaire. Whatever the fuck his title what, is. What? Oh Gentleman investigator extraordinaire. I don't know. He is. Yeah, he's an investigator. Wow, man, I am so disconnected with Hildebrand right now that okay. I okay. So you're obviously not going to do it, but but no, Nika, you'll probably do it. Oh, you will. I will okay. definitely. I, do I'm going to hate it. But I'll do it. No? All right. Well, then, cool. Uh, we're getting a new Beast Tribe quest, which this is actually quick. We just got the uh, the Kojin in the last patch, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. 4.2, we're getting the Anata. 
Which and now we're out of beast tribes. We definitely now now now. Do you have any other beast? We've got to have some Keekrin, maybe. There you go. Okay, yep. They can do the Keekrin. Yeah, they could do Keekrin. I actually, I wouldn't wouldn't mind the Keekrin because the Keekrin that are in Alamigo, they are some creepy motherfuckers. They're funky looking. Like, did you stop to really look at them for a second? They are weird looking. They are weird looking, and they also aren't they the ones that have the settlement on top of the upside down pyramid thing? The, uh, That's one of my yeah. favorite. What did they call yeah. that? The uh, obelisk? No, was it the obelisk? No, no I forget no. what they called it. But yeah, no, they're. They're, they're freaky But that's looking. one of my favorite parts on that entire map, and I feel like it's underused. Oh, so. we have Wolfmen, oh, too. Oh, yeah, you've got Wolfmen. Oh, you Who know, are, like, present in no quests. Actually. MSQ. But, and, and you know what? It makes... Guys. It also makes sense, too, that since we did the Kikrin, or sorry, not the Kikrin, the, uh, the Kojin over in Doma, now we got the Anad and Alamigo, that the next ones, if they give us more, would be the Wolfmen who are in but, Doma, right? No, but yeah. the Wolfmen don't have an actual establishment. The only Wolfmen you can find are... So we help them build one? No, I feel Did like we it's not do that be, with no, the right by, bug okay, people. Right by where you fight the wolf guys is where the fish the fish house is with all those stupid catfish guys. It's Na- gonna be Nazmu. Well, I hope we don't get the catfish. I like cat, those guys. I fucking those guys hate. Of course, they actually have a home base house where you can go and talk to a bunch of NPCs. That's absolutely going to be them. God damn it! I don't yeah. want it. And I bet that's gonna be the crafting ones. Fuck. Okay, that's fine. Then. I'm fine. I'm fine with it then. I don't care. I'll Man, never do it in the first place. Be the it will. Yeah, it will. That makes sense. Bitch. You're welcome. Yeah, they're, all, they're all about collecting shit. So I hate yeah. those. I hate the fucking little things. The little catfish <laughs> guys. Yeah. They're, they're so terrible. cool. The uh, new dungeons we're getting, obviously, uh, earlier, uh, fake Ryoku talked about the fractal. Fake Ryoku? <laughs> I love it. Ryoku with, like, the mustache and the, like, the, like little circle, you know, the fake <laughs> nose and stuff that you wear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one we're getting is called Hell's Lid. Where is that going to be at? Do we even know? At Hell's Lid. It's it's in the Ruby Sea. It's down at the, the mountain at the bottom. Oh, okay. So the volcano. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's that whole red area in the Ruby Sea where all those, like, fire crabs are. Yeah. Okay. So that area that we never went to in the MSQ. Cool. Pretty much, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, Hell's Lid could be interesting. I mean, aesthetically. It's be, yeah, aesthetic. Oh, well, actually, it's, it's not going to be challenging. Just, well, isn't story, it like it's a, obviously not going to have a story either. But what I mean, now, now, that, now that I think about it, Volcano, is it just going to end up being like the back end of Dra- Dragons? Dragons, whatever. Not airy. Um, um I know what you're talking about, though. With the the super evil boss, Lava Scorpion. Right. With the Pokemon bosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a Sorkai? line. Is that what it's called? It's Sorkai. Sorkai. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, you. it's going to be a line to a circle to a line to a circle to a line to a circle and exit. And then loot. Well, sometimes uh, flames might come out of the lava and you have to dodge those. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So you have to like kind of zigzag. I don't know. At this point, I think you can just stand in them and your healers can keep you up. But you get a damage down debuff, so you don't want to. Big deal. It takes longer. Hmm. My tomes per minute. <laughs> Listen, uh, I just, I, I mean, w- the, of what they showed us in the live letter, uh, I mean, there's really nothing to pull out of there. It's so a, It's a dungeon. Yeah. It's not going to, will it relate to the MSQ, do you think? Maybe. Yeah, because the, cause all, one of them always does in some way, and we know we're going to Doma for this MSQ. 
And how are they going to weave the fractal continuum hard into the MSQ? That's probably Dover? fair. That's probably you got a 50 50 chance of it being MSQ tied. I think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I am I am pretty excited for uh, fractal continuum hard because just, you know, usually when they do a hard dungeon, they do something different with it. And fractal continuum was one of the more interesting dungeons that we had mm-hmm. gotten. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to revisit it and see what else is in there. We might get some more lore tidbits like we did. The first time because they're like where the uh, Ixal came from, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So we'll see, we'll or we see. might not, <laughs> or not. <laughs> uh, we're also going to be getting, and this is what uh, Nico was alluding to earlier. We're getting what is essentially our warring triad of the expansion, the four lords. Thank you, copy and paste. Yeah. Uh, so the first in the series is going to get be against uh, Biako, and we kind of knew this was coming. You know, at the beginning of the expansion or back during the fan fest, when we got the big reveal of the actual huge world map, right? We saw that it had Siryu, Suzaku, Biaku, and Genbu on it in different areas, and then we figured we'd get them in some way or another. And in fact, I'm pretty it sure was, we it was this trials. It was this yeah. kind of like other island that was behind Doma, yeah, mm-hmm. where we were looking at it like, oh, what, what's going to be over there? So it looks like yeah, they are going to be instanced battles. Um, and that, yes, this is going to mainly be our kind of like new version of primals. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad application, although I think like I think that they could have done something more interesting here. Um, and and of course, FF11 players are going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we want Sky. Like, come on now. Stop. You know that that's never going to happen. OK, so my question is, do you think they're going to try to tie in Final Fantasy lore into these primals? No, because this is Japanese like that's Japanese oh, lore. Yeah. Hold on. I have it because uh, I forget who it was now, but it was one of our callers had pointed out to us that whenever we run into one of the legions, right, the number of that legion is tied to the Final Fantasy and inst- Installment mm-hmm. that uh, that it comes out of, right? Okay. So, do you think that somehow the Eleventh Legion will be tied into this story? No, hmm. no, no. Oh, actually, okay. no. I think it might actually because that's what happened with the Warring Triad, right? So, it could absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The Sixth Legion tied in with the Warring Triad, and we yeah, had General I, Leo. Yeah, because the Warring Triad was also an optional side bosses. This is absolutely yeah. No, I. I but I don't see this as an homage. I see this less as an homage to FF11 and mm. more of just co-opting more, more of, Japanese. Yeah, um, more of the setting, which is Japan, and more of the cultural setting, which is Eastern. So yeah, no, I think that that's what this drives at, and. You know, I don't even know that Yoshi P even knows that there was <laughs> the Sky Gods in Eleven. So because do you think we're going to new models, or do you think they will reuse oh, no. Biaku and Genbu and like? Well, well we well, have, they have we've to upscale them for the graphics. We've already seen. I mean, if you actually watch the live letter, they had a screenshot of Biaku. I tried to actually look for like a gallery so that we could use it along with it, and I couldn't find it. Um, well, they they did show a screenshot of it, and it looks like an updated character model. Oh, uh, good. It, I mean, it, it's the same coloring as and giant saber tooth tiger. Yeah, yeah, and it, and that's what it is. But it's not the exact same model, right? Like they've taken the the literal models from twelve or eleven and upscaled them and put them back in. In some cases, that's not what this is. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm right? glad it to is, hear that. Though. So so someone on the design team clearly themed it after the ff11 version but i can't say for certain i'm not saying that it's not but i can't say for certain whether or not the entirety of the development team is coming at this as an homage to 11 
I just don't know. Given the theme of Stormblood, given the overall theme of Doma, I think it's much more likely that they were looking at this as the four cardinal gods, uh, you know, associated uh, with the Far East. What is it? Chinese. Chinese. I believe Peng- it's Chinese. Yeah. Penguin Man wants us to know it's Chinese. Yeah. Not, not Thank Japanese. you, Penguin Man. Sorry, it's just coming out of Japan. Whatever. You, I'm going to be culturally insensitive. I don't give a fuck either. So let's just be clear about that. Let's just call it weeb stuff. Yeah, weeb, weeb shit. Stuff, yeah. Weeb shit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Don't really care. So, Nika, how excited are you for the new raids Omega Sigma Scape? You mean Smegma? Smegma Scape. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? You don't know? I mean, I, have I, I we destroyed like said, the I mighty Nika? Any images to go along with this? Did they give any images? No. Of anything? Yeah. So no, I have no hype until I know what the fuck it's going to be. It's going to be a raid, Nika. Yeah, it's going to be a raid. And it's a circle room. Maybe square rooms. You're probably going to be fighting old Final Fantasy bosses from a different game. Which Mm -hmm. game do you think it's going to be this time? You think it's still going to be five? I don't think it's still going to be five. No, no, absolutely not. It will either be six or seven, probably. I hope it's six, seven, and eight. If it's six, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, why? Why would it be six? Because, you know what? Do Sephiroth and Ultimate Do whatever you want with any of the games. Never touch six. Okay. Here's my prediction. We already went from like... uh, But the the Warning Triad was six, right? The end bosses from like five into X-Death, which is the end boss. So I think in this one, Omega's going to step up his game, have end bosses from six, seven, and eight, and maybe or nine or something. From wherever, Basically, yeah. the end end bosses from all those games. Okay. And then the last one is going to be just like the most powerful bosses in the, ga- in, in the, the game in each respective in, game. In every single game. So ever. you're talking like uh, Omega us. Weapon and us. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, hold on. Actually, Anira, you're the one who came up with this theory because the way that, that the first one plays out that, that we just did is that he has all these different testing pools. Obviously, you're going to take the strongest one from each testing pool okay. to put up against each other. So I think sure. that supports Juxta's theory of in this next one, we would go up against like Kefka, Ultimacia, and Sephiroth, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. And then in the final one, and you were the one who theorized this, what's stronger than all of these bosses from all these fairy tales? <gasps> oh my god! The heroes. We're gonna fight the heroes. We have to fight the heroes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you're Which right. includes us. I did, I did come up with this theory. Yeah. You, did. you mean like the main so. characters of those games? Yeah. Or, or, or whoever Cecil. the main person was. So like, Cloud. Yeah. Cecil, Cloud, Lightning. Oh my god. <laughs> Noctis. Squall. Can you kill Noctis, Nika? Uh, of course I can. <laughs> can you? Can I, but I could never kill Prompto. What if you have to kill all three of them? I would. I would like wait. dark. Like <laughs> what, 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 what about the, the archangel thing? style? There you go, archangel style. Yeah. Except we call them the arch emos. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. No. No, Titus isn't even in consideration. It, it, it would be Yuna. It would be Yuna. Yeah. No. <laughs> Final Fantasy X is not in consideration for this. Aaron. What? No. You know the summoner too? No. I love it. <laughs> if my stupid aim name doesn't tell you anything, I love it for ten. Yeah. I, I would say I would say if they did if they if they if it went in, in the way that you're suggesting that it progresses, uh that if they did Kafka and then Sephiroth, Sephiroth, Ultimacia. Sephiroth and then uh, well, I don't know. Like Ultimacia Sephiroth has to be the end one. She's like a bender of time and 
dimensional space. Ultimessia has to be the last one. Why? No, no, no. I'm saying Sephiroth has to be the oh, last ha- one. Oh, Sephiroth has to be. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. Okay, yeah. fair. Yeah. But build build up to Sephiroth. Yeah. But I, I think what he's moving at is if we're going up the FS, then the final one would be like Zidane, and then whoever from FF10, then 12 No, no, no. I think you, you, you go that same arc, except the heroes, where you go, you know, now it's like six, seven, because you would only have four five. battles because this is the last leg. So yeah. you'd have to have just four heroes. Well, we can't use five because they've already used five. You could use the heroes from five, though. You could. You could. I don't know, man. They. I, I it, mean, obviously, the last fight in Omega, Omega, would be Omega. That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah no, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's right. Oh, I, no. I, no, I know. You look, you look confused at what <laughs> oh, you just said, no. like, but, but that's true. But I'm like, no, that, guys, that made sense. Okay. Guys, ugh, okay, this is going to ruin it for me. Instead of making us fight the heroes, we somehow band together with the heroes to overthrow the programming and fight Omega directly for the last one. They're still... After we beat them. I mean, there's still the Alpha and the Omega... Uh, play on words there which if no. it, go, going by going oh, by no. the alexander arc and how much they had to shoehorn that schrodinger's cat into the fucking thing <laughs> there's definitely something at play with the alpha and omega that's so sing. stupid it, it is very dumb <laughs> very omega dumb so much yeah what about a gauntlet with the four fiends and zeomus from four i would love that that actually would be badass like the a four fiends would be awesome yeah, no, Four Fiends would be pretty awesome because we haven't we haven't seen Four Fiends. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm surprised we haven't seen those yet. Actually, yeah. that's a that's a really good thought. Yeah, that's a staple. and that would be like a gauntlet fight, like in yes, uh, like uh, Alexander Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to fight it, and then really yeah. come back at the land. I, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I agree. That would be cool. God, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Why right. don't they think of this shit? <laughs> Why are we coming up with this on a podcast? Because we come up with it first. They hear that we came up with it, and then they can't use it because then we get to say that they took it from us. So they change it. Man. Yeah. This is bullshit. It is bullshit. (laughs) We need to make our own game. Speaking of bullshit, guys, this is probably what's going to take us to the end of the show here. So, uh, as we all predicted, Eureka, 4.25, as is Hildebrand, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Really? Yeah, definitely. Wow, get the fuck out. Well, because the reasoning was what? That... People don't do Hildebrand until after. Well, gee, I wonder the other why content, people don't so do Hildebrand. So we're just going to give it to you after the other content. Because it's a fucking piece of shit. All right. So anyway, this is what they told us about it. Uh, the content's going to be released as a series, and they will be uh, continuing support through the patches. They would like for players to enjoy this content with many players, and there will be some leveling aspects here. We're planning to have players strengthen the weapons and gear inside Eureka, and within Eureka, players will encounter strong monsters such as NMs. Uh, they should be able to show us more information in the next live letter so basically this is exact what what they have described is exactly what we kind of predicted they would do is taking palace of the dead and diadem and, and just combine pushing them to get now pushing them yeah now kiss yeah they are literally all of the buzzwords from both of those mashed into one it is <laughs> that's exactly what's going on here someone call in and fight me about it seriously like if we've got anyone that wants to call in and say that and still defend them that that we're wrong please do hold on this is called animos Forbidden Land of Eureka and Nemos? Yeah. Well, because it's going to be a series. Animos. So basically when the next one comes out, it'll be the Forbidden Land of Eureka, but then another 
area of it. Which, yep. oh, 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 which means that just like with the relic quest, when you get to a certain point and nobody's doing that shit anymore, eventually you're going to go into a Nemos and nobody's going to be there because they're doing their relic weapon somewhere else. Yep. So they're still going to fuck it up. Like, I just don't understand how Square Enix thinks people are going to continue doing this long term. Oh, they don't want you to do it long term, remember? Yeah, but if it's if it's uh, attached to progression, you're going to have to have it relate long term. That's why I think the, you've got that keyword in there. There's going to be leveling aspects to it. It also says, too, that they're they're going to be implementing a new system. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is this. Yeah. The, so we still have heard nothing about the actual next deep dungeon. Right? This is this is nope. no, 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 no. There is no more deep dungeon. I don't think if we get a deep dungeon, I, I it's not going to be to like four point four two. No, I literally think that they're mashing up elements from deep dungeon and diadem where it's going to be. It's going to have the progression system of deep dungeon where you're leveling inside deep dungeon leveling independent of your real level that you're getting XP when you leave. So there is a reason to keep doing it outside of your regular player progression, right? Like if you want to level another job or if you're fresh to the game, it would be a good way to be able to collect XP because that's what people did with Palace of the Dead, right? Yep, yep. It had a secondary purpose that ended up being its primary purpose. So force force them into the Forbidden Lands of Eureka and then that way they're gaining XP and those people who are just coming to the game and those people who have been playing long term are both playing the same system to be able to get entirely different benefits out of it. And playing together. Yay. That's exactly what they did with Palace of the Dead. That is to a T what Palace of the Dead was. Now you throw some randomized you know, randomly generated elements on top of it and put it into a small dungeon that counts up to 99. That is basically Palace of the Dead. So if you take that part, set that aside and you take those other parts and you set that aside and you apply it to this big event that Diadem was, that actually does solve a handful of problems that was intrinsic in Diadem, where once people stop doing it, there was no reason for the, the the greater community to keep doing it. Like once a, a, a party became difficult to put in there, then people stopped doing it. But they never quite did that with with Palace of the Dead. Palace of the Dead. People were doing Palace of the Dead all the way throughout for uh, now. They still do Palace people of the still Dead. Do it to level stuff. Yeah. yeah. Palace of the Dead is the screenings is one ach- uh, achievement. So game. so they yeah. take what works on that smaller system and apply it to the bigger system. That incentive of leveling and taking multiple oh. levels of experience and applying them to a common goal is going to be something that continues on throughout Eureka. I am almost 100% certain of this. Moxeth says, I don't think I'll enjoy Eureka if they allow you to access it before endgame. They, they also did say that there was stuff that they were going to wall out. But then again, we've also seen there is that hard wall out of, um, you know, like uh, the the binding coil revisit. You know what I mean? Mm. So maybe they weren't necessarily talking about walling people out of Eureka. 
I think I don't I don't think you can. I think Eureka has to be a bit more inclusive amongst all levels of play for it to be viable content. <laughs> okay, but for just, that like relic stuff and quests, I think it, why can't it be a casual end game? Like why can't it be seventy plus? That would be silly for you to be able to go in a level. 15 or 30 like because that. because yeah, they've already be said it's it's basically going to have a, a leveling aspect to it if they say that it's going to have a leveling aspect to it it's much more likely that they're going to go with something like palace of the dead where it has an independent level system as opposed that that why th- wouldn't they just make their own deep dungeon to keep that and then do this different because i th- i think I, 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 again, I don't think that we're going to see much more Deep Dungeon. I think that they're taking what worked with Deep Dungeon and trying to apply it to a diadem like system. But then why would they call it Deep Dungeon Palace of the Dead instead of just calling it? Well, Palace because, of the Dead? because first of all, the, well, the intention, Deep Dungeon. well, the intention may have been there to continue it, but I, you know, when you look at the spread of content, they also wanted diadem to be successful and to have people continue to do it up until right now, and that's not happening. And it's very possible that either Yoshi P or some higher ups or some Someone says we cannot have another piece of major content flop like Diadem did. Exactly. So they look at Palace of the Dead and they're like, well, people like that. So if we co opt this did they into, like a, it? Yeah. into a new system, it's guaranteed to work. And and they might not be wrong. Maybe I think not, we maybe. may I think we may see another version of Palace of the Dead. It's not going to be here for a while. It's probably going to be pushed out a couple of patches. And and I I don't think much about it is going to change from our initial Palace of the Dead. I I just I don't I I I see them taking what works about Palace of the Dead, applying it to Eureka and trying to make their biggest piece of potential content coming down the pike for this expansion work as opposed to let's separate these two ideas and find out about what what works about each one of them. Yeah, that's what it felt like in Heaven's Word was that they took these two concepts and was like, we're going to put this one over here. We're going to put this one over here and we're going to find out what works and what doesn't work about each of them. And now they're going to be mushing these two things together for eureka because again that description right there hits on all of the selling points of both diadem and palace of the dead so i am doing some extrapolating here but that's where i'm getting it from so i also think eureka is not going to be content for new players because if you're going to access this you're probably gonna have to be in doma right which means you're gonna have to be level 63 65 ish or so to even get to that area, right? I hope so. But, okay, because, so then you I mean, can still... It depends. If that tower that leads up to the sky, I have been theorizing that it's another deep dungeon. If it, for whatever, leads to Eureka, then yeah, you have to be that level to get there. Okay, but to access deep dungeon, it's literally just an NPC and quarry mill. Yeah, so... So how hard would it be... If they wanted to, yeah, to just put another NPC like that somewhere else in the world where noobs can get to it. But again, and yeah. and if they're abandoned, uh, if they're putting on hold the idea or concept of deep dungeon until maybe a four point four, right? Then I, you know, again, we're looking at this. You're looking at it, uh, Nika, through the lens of like the next deep dungeon. You need to look at it through like this is the next diadem, and they're and what can they do to make diadem work, right? If people stayed engaged in Palace of the Dead because they were able to gain XP out of it, then I think that it is natural to assume that Eureka is also, you know, like to in order to be able to entice players of all levels is going to have to exist at all levels. And the other thing about Eureka is that we have no idea where this exists on the map. 
We just don't. I mean, if we're going to be literal about where the forbidden lands of Eureka were, they you got there after traversing the Crystal Tower in three. Hmm. Right. So was it like in the tower? Was like it was after. It was after. It was like after the tower. I think you got up to the to the tower, and that's where it transported you was to the forbidden lands of Eureka. Just a whole brand new place. Man, you're asking me to rem- remember Final Fantasy three, and I don't remember that much about I it. I never beat that one because I hated either. the fucking. But I do know I Wait. I do know that the Crystal Tower and the Forbidden Lands of Eureka are both out of FF three. Mm-hmm. So what if this isn't tied to Doma at all? I mean, you guys are kind of assuming that it's tied to Doma, and I understand that assumption, but I don't think we can assume that. That's fair. No, in fact, because we're getting the MSQ in the very first part of the patch, and then Eureka in the second patch, so there's nothing that says that it has to be in Doma. Right. That's fair. Now, the other thing that we did hear about during the uh, live letter was that we were getting undersea explorations, <laughs> which <laughs> seemed to be your precursor to a Diadem-like system oh my god because it's basically the exact same thing that air expeditions when, were when i first saw this when it said subaquatic voyage i'm like oh that sounds cool and when it says an expansion of the of the uh, the free company voyage system or whatever yeah. i was just like what the and that fuck are to you me doing? to me that clinches that eureka in some way is built off of the diadem system oh my god okay and I think, you know, that does say, like, listen, if if it's undersea voyages that you're going to be doing to map out the area to be able to go into, okay, that's that it is what it is. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to happen either in Alamigo or Doma. There's a lot of underwater places that you can map out and want to be mapped out. And so, yes, forbidden lands could be anywhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be underwater, although it could. Right. Right. Okay. Did, did anyone want more airship? No. No. Water missions. No. Submarine missions. But again, but again, that was tied to Diadem, which makes me think that this is much that more. The, they're they're repurposing shit. Yes. Again. Exactly. That this Fuck is that this, this is Diadem. This is basically a third a f- third version of Diadem. Control C, Control V. Diadem 3.0, deepest dungeon. And and and, and where else would they take elements from? It's got to be from from, or they could just you know create something new and original. Oh wait, yeah, that's less likely. Get the fuck out! I'm All right, right. I'm uh, trying to be optimistic. We've we've still got uh, plenty more to go through here, uh, and we're going to try to go through it really quickly. But before we do, I do want to head on over to our phone lines and talk to Carletta. What's going on, Carletta? Hello, how's everybody doing on this fine week before Starlight Day? Good. This is our last show for two weeks, so uh, we're doing pretty gonna- awesome. I'm gonna go through DTs. That's you guys. good. Hopefully, we'll have a lar- a much larger audience when we come back. <laughs> yeah, because that's how that works. I'm yeah. gonna, you know, I'm always there. I do my best. I know uh, we, you do your part. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. Well, uh, what's up, Carlotta? For the live, well, for the live letter, um, I was kind of indifferent on everything I read except for two things. One, Hakobo sta- uh, saddlebags. Yeah, oh yeah, chocobo, chocobo. saddlebags. Yeah, yeah it, it, that's kind more. of a, basically like mog sacks from Eleven, where yep. you like have yep. extra right. yeah. And I will fill them up in, I'll fill them up in about forty-eight hours. Going, that, I need more space. That concept is actually borrowed from Ultima Online, oh, where you used to have oh. pack mules that would follow you around that you can <laughs> throw extra shit that you were mining into, and it was actually really handy. And I think that that was really smart for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, Carletta? 
Well, and then I read they're going to make adjustments to Black Mage. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, I know. I feel like I love fire. I love setting things on fire. Uh, something tells oh. me that you're still going to be able to set things on fire, but uh, maybe less effectively. Carletta, it's always good to hear from you. Hey. Uh, unfortunately, we gotta we gotta kind of move on. No, gotta gotta move on. But yeah, y'all have a great holiday. Thanks, you Thank too. You. Thank you. Thank you. And y'all take care. Bye bye. Have a great uh, have a happy new year and a great holiday season. Carletta, always good to uh, to hear from you. Um, all right, let's try to I because I, uh, most of these after job adjustments are PvP updates. Right. So I'm not going to touch on the majority of that because it's all bullshit now the i think the one from here that is important to take out is they are talking about the introduction of a new map so that's cool yeah that and then cool. there's all kinds of stupid bullshit well, and it's and it's uh Allegan themed right yes it actually it specifically talks about it being i think the crystal tower training ground oh that's it that's it yeah yep. yeah yeah. i remember that mm-hmm. oh fuck that looks kind of cool actually yeah uh, well until you get in there and you realize oh it's just the same shit all over again oh, well, no, I, I mean well yeah they they probably just but added it, a couple elements like, randomize that, like, which map you're gonna get each time it's a little bit more like Fun that, because you don't know. Okay. That's true too. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're talking about the next new tombstone, Mendacity. Why is a word? Mendacity is not a thing. Okay, I just want to say I like this because it just further improves the fact that men are superior to women because <laughs> there's no tombstone of womacity. No, I'm just saying that. Listen, the man. Like it's the, pulling from the tales of book right now, where it's just coming like taking words that kind of sound like words and then changing them. No, I think that maybe Carlos Mencia just paid a little bit of money to become somewhat relevant again. Listen, I just think that you know the the mendacity of Square Enix to think that they can put this into the game. <laughs> And and have us all just think that oh yeah that's a word. What oh. is uh, that, that's that's crazy. Oh uh, okay this 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 next one confuses me. Uh, we'll be making adjustments to the main scenario dungeons so that players can enjoy them without worry. It may extend the duration of the dungeon. However, we have increased the rewards as well. AKA, it, you will force you to watch cutscenes so that new players can enjoy it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Fuck, Fuck you, Square Enix. But, but we get more rewards for watching the cuts. Fuck off. Yeah, here's five more tombstones. Enjoy, shithead. <laughs> Still though, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I, no, I, I won't. I, I won't. I'm not gonna. I don't mind that shit. I don't. Do you want to watch 20 minutes of cutscenes? There are cutscenes that I've never sat through. That I just skip. Either way, too, yeah. they're like either way, I we're waiting mind. for new players to get through cutscenes sometimes before going into the boss. So who fucking cares? If I, honestly, uh, could, uh, honestly, I have way less patience for those people who are complaining about their tombstones per hour. <laughs> I do, honest to fucking god, I do. I have way less patience for those players than I do somebody new who just wants to watch a cutscene okay. of a game that they spent uh, uh, like clearly way too much money on. If this affects just the new players that haven't seen them. Fine, but if you have four people going in who've already seen the cutscenes, that seems stupid to make you watch them again. Even if there's no new players? Yes, exactly. What they need is the way that Overwatch does it for the new events is at the beginning, you hold space to skip. And if everyone holds it, boom, you skip it. If there's one person who wants to watch it, you don't. Yeah. I I feel like like Peace Walker did something similar to that, too. But yeah, there's like kind of like a small vote system mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So the uh, the last two big things on here is the duty recorder and of course the glamour commodes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Glamour commodes. Let's start with that because Juxta. hold on, a commode is like a toilet. Yes, it is. I don't know why they're calling because, it glamour commodes because this system is garbage. Com it's, maybe it's com poopy. modes. I don't know. I I don't get it either. Um, <laughs> what do you? It should, be, it should be called the glamour caboodle. Oh my god! Really I'm not even going to respond to that. You need to stop talking when she says something like that and just let her <laughs> sit in it. 
Juxta, you know what a how is right? Yeah, I do. Okay, just, it should be a glamour caboodle. Shut up, Juxta. Talk to us about this. Yeah, it's stupid. Really? Why? <laughs> because isn't it going to save you retainers? One, maybe not Why? even because Why? you can only store up to two hundred items. Okay, and that's it. Okay, that's that's one retainer. Per like commode, I thought Someone you could have. Someone found a commode can also mean a low piece of furniture with drawers, or sometimes a door and shelf. Shut up, Nika. <laughs> but that's per commode. I was I was under the impression that you could have multiple commodes if you wanted. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I thought it sounds like you only get one, right? I thought you could How have multiple. How can you? Because ha- mm. it's sort of like you register the piece of armor into it. And then it takes it because they said like you register the armor and then the armor no longer has like statting or okay. is no longer cannot be used as regular gear. You can take it back out, Once but until you take it back out, you can't use it. Yeah, it says okay. So if modes can uh, can retain up to two hundred glamour. See, they uh, listen. But it I wa- doesn't say anything about number of commodes you can have. Listen, I watched the live letter, but all they were saying was moon speak at me, so right. I couldn't understand what the fuck they were talking about. We would like for you to add items you are most likely to use for glamour. Like, why would they be worried about you adding pieces that you weren't most likely to add if you had more than one? Nika, they're Japanese. They they just say stuff to say it. Okay. To me, no. To me, that sounds like you have to prioritize the top two hundred pieces because you only get oh, one. Oh, no, yes, that's exactly what it is. Look, we, we thought that when they were mentioning something, because I think in the earliest days when they talked about this, we thought to how World of Warcraft basically has where when you uh, obtain an item, it that registers. automatically registers yeah. in your Yeah, this your is a different thing. Or whatever. No. This is basically saying, here's your wardrobe, but you only have 200 slots, so use them wisely. Which is stupid. Can you delete them, though, once you put them in? You can take the item back out of the commode. Are you? Okay. Really? I'm positive. So okay. it's, it's really just a retainer that you can take along with you. Yeah, for glamour purposes. It's a retainer for glamour. It's not an yeah. actual glamour catalog, which kind of bubbles me It's out. really... Pointless. They should have just put in a fucking because glamour catalog. you still catalog. have to have the item, yeah. right? So I can't yeah. like, get the item and then register it and then throw it away and never worry about it again. No. Because but, but if when I decide you... to remove it from my commode and get rid of it... I can put it back in later. But I can I, item again. But I can register like all like my my all, all of my items in the commode, and then every time my glamour up or my a piece of armor changes, I go to the commode instead of having to go to my retainer. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it does yeah. make that easier because there's no give, more glamour. That makes prison. sense, and it gives you 200 item slots basically because you can put all these items into the commode, and then when you want the item back to like use or whatever, you can yeah. take it out. So then, what the fuck are you bitching about? It's only 200. I'm just bitching that if I ever, like, it is only 200, and I feel like if you're somebody that glamours a lot of different jobs, that could easily get used very quickly. Also, if you change them up for, like, holidays, blah, blah, blah. That, then, oh, my God. Then, that's then, not then, what it's supposed to be no, used for. What, no, but then what is bothering me, though, is that you can't just register it and then delete the item. Like, if I decide to put a Shisui set in now, and then I'm like, oh, you know, I really want that space for something else, I remove the Shisui set and get rid of it. I have to get the item again or keep it on my retainer. And yeah. I think like that still wastes the that space. That makes sense, look, though. Look, I, I'm not mad like, about we, that. Like there is a games let you just register it to your catalog, delete it, and never worry about it. You have it forever. There's, yeah. a and, ph- there's a philosophy that Blizzard has talked about before when they run into problems, such as inventory management. In- instead of just saying, well, how do we solve this problem? Oh, give them more inventory slots. Right. They ask, why does the problem happen because the more items you put into the game you're eventually going to have the exact same problem again True. so yeah. so you're right for you or for me who has literally just one job that we glamour fine no big deal but when you are someone who role plays or glamours a multitude of jobs with every expansion you're going to be adding mm-hmm. more and more shit anyhow so this sure gives us a few more spaces right now saddlebags great we have a little bit more inventory increasing stacks from 99 to 999 cool that helps now 
but you're just going to run into the problem again down the road. Okay. Yes. So, so so making it a catalog where you can get an item, register it to your catalog, delete it, and have that glamour forever makes so much more sense. Yes. Yeah, but not in a game where you have to pay per month <laughs> and per retainer okay i mean to have access to those items still no he's true because if they made yeah, a catalog i would be able to delete all my retainers exactly yeah, yeah you would be able to to get rid of all of your retainers and you wouldn't you you'd have no reason to keep the gear you could drop the gear or or cash it in yeah and and it's basically a- what what square enix is saying is like yeah you can't do that yet yeah exactly. yeah we're not there yet I, I have I have a feeling that if this game ever goes free to play, that that will be one of the things that gets unlocked in a hurry, right? That this goes from being the fucking glamour commodes to now it's a glamour catalog. Or or, or you can yeah. buy extra commodes because that's ba- or, or a one time purchase. Yeah. yeah, you know I would be fine with that if it's one time purchase. <laughs> a one time purchase. If I could have multiple commodes, then okay, fine. Five dollars for another two hundred slots. I mean two per two hundred per commode seems pretty reasonable. It seems yeah if. If 200 was like the base and you can have more than one commode, then okay, fine. That'd because, be fine. and the reason that that's better than retainers is because retainers you're paying for every month. Yeah, ex- exactly. Did WoW ever have retainers? No. 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 No, WoW was smart and they only had like cosmetic stupid pets and mounts in their cash shop. Yeah. So, now anyway. we, we have emotes in ours. I would like to point out that even though WoW's been along twice as long as Square Enix, I'm pretty sure there's more stuff in Square Enix's yeah. cash shop than oh, yeah. yes. Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Way more. Um, and, and discounting all the stupid uh, holiday shit that you could could have gotten yes. previously. Yep. Um, and uh, we're going to end today talking about the duty recorder. And do you guys remember me bringing this up I way do. back when? Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't Ascalia? That was definitely me. Because no, all remember. of you guys called me fucking crazy. Uh, or no. some facsimile thereof. No, 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 no. <laughs> what, here's, here's, here's how it went down. Because I remember exactly how it went down. We were talking about Stone, Sky, and Sea. Remember the dummies that you test your DPS up against? Yeah. And we before we had gotten the feature, we had said, oh, maybe it's going to be like a fight DVR. And all of us said, nah, that's not going to happen. There was it was in reference to that one specific event. We didn't say it would never happen ever categorically. Hmm. But we did say that's not what Stone Sky and Sea is. Yeah, if you want us to say otherwise, you'll have to specifically find the episode. There's that's absolutely right. no way I'm going to do that. Okay, exactly. Cool. So, <laughs> so we can just we can just take all of the wind out of just, your sails about saying that you were right right now. We should just do that. I all just have I would tell the chat to do that for me, but I know they won't. So. Oh no. So so uh, now uh, okay, we are getting a fight DVR. Which is basically... Technically a dungeon DVR. Isn't just the whole dungeon you can use this on? I don't know that. I don't... I don't know... I have no idea. It says from instance duty, so... The entire instance duty. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Sure. So it could be a dungeon. It could be a raid. It could be... But here's the thing. A trial. Because Square Enix in typical Square Enix fashion doesn't want anyone to get harassed about their performance. Everyone in the party has got to consent... Yep, a record ready check must be initiated and all players must consent. Because God forbid someone have their shitty performance recorded and then used against them to keep them out of groups. Like that is like the last thing I would even think of. The only thing I think of when I hear about this is like watching my character do super awesome backflips and casting awesome spells. 
but Square Enix immediately goes to, what if someone records me being a bad? And of so course, well, isn't that... already stream on Twitch without other players' consent, so what's the difference? Well, yeah, because you don't... You don't they can do to stop that. You don't though. need other players' consent to stream on Twitch. That's never been some... That's never been an intrinsic part of Twitch or MMOs. The duty recorder lets you never. actually view the recording through the other players' perspective. From other players' perspectives. Yeah. 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 So they are... It is, it is recording quite a bit more than something like FF Logs. Right. And you're getting much more of a, you know, intimate view of how that player is playing. This seems really useful for Raiders. It does. It it absolutely does. It absolutely does. And among your raid group, you're never probably going to run into a situation where someone is going to be a bitch about consenting to the record feature. But you're going to run into it in pugs all the time. Why would you want to record a pug just for the screenshots? (laughs) <laughs> or if you're like Samus and being a pug hero and that's the way that you're trying to clear content and you want to use it for yourself to try to get okay. better. That's fair. Right? A uh, few things, you know, reading through this. Uh, first of all, the duty record feature will not be applied to all duties when first implemented. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, you may change your perspective to any battle object, which it, which includes pets. Yes. Glad they included that. Let me make sure my pet's doing his job. Wait, any battle objects? So, like, that one in, like, fucking, where you can pick up the barrels and move them? Can you, like, switch to the barrels? I guess so. No, I, it's, it is it is much more like uh, anything that's sending out object. moves, That anything that's sending out damage, I think you can probably switch to that perspective. So, if there are ads, you can get into the ads perspective. Uh, you know, you can get into the main boss's perspective. So, but the thing is, is that it, we don't know if you can see it right down to what they're hitting on their UI. I don't think that the system would be complicated enough to record every single button press. Uh, keep in mind, this isn't an actual recording because they say, please note that you will not be able to view past recordings after patch updates. This is because the feature is replaying the battle itself using the battle system and not recording a video. Therefore, when there are job adjustments and such, it will not be able to play with those previous statuses as they were. Right, exactly. And that no, 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 no. That makes sense. Basically, what it is is it's recording the state of battle and replaying all of the moves that each one of the characters makes in battle. If you take FF logs as an example, FF logs logged every single action that a player did from the start of battle to the end of battle. This is doing the exact same thing and then playing it out in real time using the action battle system now once once there is an update to the battle system where they've adjusted the way that damage calculation works the way that maybe a timer uh is is set it it will disrupt if you try to replay that fight through that battle system it's not going to log every fucking battle change ever and go back to oh this happened at at 4.2 Let's rewind from 4.5 rules back to 4.2 rules to be able to show you the battle as it took place. In the actual game engine. Exactly. And that's the way that you're able to switch perspectives. Because if it was just recording video, you know, fucking OBS does that. Yeah, you would just be watching your perspective again. Exactly. And I don't think they'd be able to use like rotates and blah, 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 blah. Does it keep track of like where you are? Like, placement on the map and stuff yeah it it has to right it tracks everyone's position it sounds like the same thing that they're using in like overwatch right now for replays yes and it's, that's it, virtually the same fucking thing and it's in ff14 yeah it's so weird 
And, like, uh, and, for, and for me now, going forward, a little off the the, the FF subject, but any esports that doesn't put this in their game now, like you have no excuse. Yeah, FF fourteen just did it. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I think it's it's a pretty and in, in, in a you know in an environment where you have to have cooperation and a little bit of competition between players. I think that this is absolutely appropriate. I do think that it's bullshit to make everyone in the fucking party consent to it. Yeah. That's horseshit. In fact, I mean, are you sure that's not like the same thing though as like, oh, when you're on the radio, you have to let them know they're on the radio in order to continue the call. No. That's a law. That's a law. Right, but why does that law exist? It exists for a lot of reasons. And I feel like if you're going to record someone's gameplay and then watch something back from their perspective, they have to know you're doing No, it, it you want to know why that exists? It's because so many fucking people got on a Jerky Boys album and didn't realize it in the late 80s, early 90s, and then they got pissed and ended up suing the people who printed it on a cd question for you that's why dude that's why crank yankers as a show went away that's why you don't have any more jerky boys that's why you don't have any more prank calls on the radio candid camera it has way more to do with the laws surrounding recording phone calls and what constitutes a legal recording of phone calls by the way that's only applied to individuals not the government recording our phone calls that (laughs) that that's why that became a thing couldn't they make it so that if someone doesn't consent, you just don't get access to their perspective? Nope. I think that's that's way more programming than the than the. And also, you'd be able to see them over and you know. Yeah, you'd well, be, you can yeah. see them when you play anyhow, or like you said, if you record it on Twitch. No, what, what, but think about or think about what training. consent is in this situation is meant to to solve. The problem that they're looking to solve is that someone not consenting to this feature and being recorded and then subsequently being judged afterwards because of their performance. It's to take any liability off them to be like, oh, this asshole was recording me and I didn't, you know, this way they say, well, you said it was okay. But do they have to do that? Like, aren't they, isn't that a a game, like game companies can allow people to be fucking people. Right? Like, that is... They're protecting themselves on a level that they don't need to protect themselves. Yes, they're going way further than they need to. Yeah. Like, if someone came to Square and says, Oh, they're judging me. Too they're harassing me because I didn't do good at your game. It, blo- blo- That's not Square them. Enix's fucking problem. Nope. They've already given you the tools to stop that with the block list. Uh, yeah. And, and if... So, uh, harassment through the game client is Square Enix's problem. If someone posts a YouTube video of someone and they're getting fucking harassed because of their performance in a YouTube video on the YouTube video itself, that's not Square Enix's problem. They don't need to figure out development solutions around that problem. Think about this. This is this was probably at least an entire week's worth of of discussion in the FF14 offices to figure out, well, how do we how do we Broach the problem of, of of people being harassed potentially through this system. Think of how much how much development time that wastes. I, I don't want to think. Like, actually, that's one of the, the things that I was going to bring up today is when you look at this, the amount of work that probably went into just the PvP and the battle recorder and the glamour commodes alone far outweighs, I think, what Everything probably else went we, into yeah. the MSQ. The, basically, what we would consider the core concept of the games. Yep. It's bullshit. Yep. 100%. I'm not going to disagree with you there. 
I mean, all you got to do is just look at the notes to figure out where Squeenix is putting their time. There was a fucking Kotaku article. And I actually, this was the first thing I saw before even anybody else, you know, started talking about the, the live letter and what the patch notes were. A Kotaku article that said the, the, where the new patch shines isn't in the MSQ or the dungeon. It's in everything else. And when I read it, I vomited <laughs> all over my computer. No, you didn't. Hy- hyperbolically, I sure did. So, I mean, I don't... I, so, did you say you had to, like, specifically queue for a duty recording? No, no, I think when you queue at the beginning, it'll ask you, do you consent to recording? And if everyone hits yes, if you haven't enabled, it'll record it. It sounded like, from what they outlined on the thing, that it was a different queue that you throw yourself into. But if that was the case, then they wouldn't have to consent to it. It would already be. Well, you would be consenting yeah. to the queue itself. O- unless you forgot that it was checked. Yeah. And and that would further divide the potential queues. Personally, if there is a duty recording queue, I'm going to queue up for that only. And then when the consent pops up, I'm going to click no. <laughs> You're a dick. Well, I I, I mean, doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but. Um, it means I'm he, a dick. He, I mean, he's an epic troll because that's what. But but being designed that way doesn't make any sense. No, that's what I. That's what I'm saying. Oh is that, yeah, no, you're you're, you're exposing the flaws of the design. That doesn't necessarily yeah, make see, you Square, the dick. Square Enix Square needs Enix is someone like me to point out the flaws in their plan. Hi, I'm doing them a favor. Hire Juxta. Get take him off our hands. No, you don't have to pay him that much. I, Do we really want Juxta to work for this game? Is that no, no, yeah. not at all. No, I think that would be really bad. <laughs> Push forward the bunny suit mail outfit. <laughs> that would Wait, be his first agenda. That? When are we getting that? We're, we're never. Ne- we're never getting that. Never. The fact that I keep bringing it up, saying it's coming, means we are never getting it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right, guys. Just I, one of many Yoshi P lies. That's going to do it for uh, Limit Break Radio for today. Thanks, guys, for uh, joining us and for calling in. Again, if you Fake want... Ryoku. Yes, Ryoku, Carletta, uh, and uh, Ked, uh, Kedda. Yeah, Kedda Mercer of Zalera. Thank you guys for calling in today. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, first of all, know that we're not going to be live for the next two weeks. So if you want to come to the to the Hi. Twitch channel and you want to follow, do that. But for the next two Sundays, we're going to be off, which I'm actually really looking for. Oh, right? Yes, thank you. Um, and it's not, listen, we love spending time with you guys, but the thing is, is that we really do need a little bit of rest here. So well, I mean, New- Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, I don't expect anyone to even be or sitting around listening to us. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. And plus, I'll be working at my real job. That so. sucks. Right? Ha ha! Yeah, that you actually have to work. Are, are you? Wait, do you get time and a half for? I mean, no. Oh well, then uh, it does suck. No, except, no. Because except you forget where I work. The last two weeks, he has actually two weeks in a row beat his record for most tip money made. I made half a grand in tips alone this week. Jeez. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you must be like the best pizza person ever. So I mean, I mean, yeah. If you, if you're you, not wrong. If you don't mind it, and I guess it's better than being at home with a stupid baby. I mean, no, I love my baby because she's the best. At being at home with a stupid mom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Fair Bear. I love you. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, we're going to be enjoying the holidays with our family. We would invite you to do the same. We will have some uh, some some vodcasts that are going down on Sunday. So, uh, you know, if you want to tune into those, uh, feel free. Um, but uh, we make we make really no promises. The next two weeks, we are literally off. Um, and in those two weeks, 
Uh, we're going to be working on a couple of things. I'm Specifically, I'm going to be working on a couple of things. I'm going to be working on the LVR network site. I'm going to be working on uh, re-imaging for Let's Be Real and, uh, and, and kind of getting ready for 2018. Um, so we've got some uh, some checkpoint stuff that uh, is going to be going down in 2018 that we're super excited about. And uh, yeah, um, I, I want to thank everyone before we uh, before we get off the air here um, for an amazing 2017, uh, it, even though 2017 as a year may not be the most well remembered year <laughs> historically. Um, it was a very good year for us here at it was at Limit Break Radio LLC. We launched uh, an entirely new show. It's been picked up in 43 stations and cities across the United States and Canada. Um, that has been truly amazing. And that has happened through your support, not just through Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio, which if you want to support, that's how you do it. Um, but just through you guys listening and being there and being a part of the audience and give us uh, uh, giving us your feedback, um, you know, engaging with the content, whether it be good or bad, positive, negative, trolly, you know, uh, encouraging whatever the spectrum of, uh, you know, engagement and response has been. I do want to thank you because that's why we do this. We don't do this to be respected. We don't do this to be liked or loved. We don't need that kind of validation. We do this to start a conversation. And to start a conversation, you do need people listening. So even if you don't give, even if you've just listened over the past year, over the past three years, over the past 11 years that we've been doing this project... LBR slash Vex slash checkpoint forever and happy holidays. Laro Laro comes in and uh, ruined your under, undercuts undercuts my entire point. But <laughs> thank <laughs> no, you, Laro. No, it, it is it is, and thank LBR you very forever. Thank you very much for the for the support. The the dollars do mean a lot. But if you if you're one of those people who have been in a financial position in 2017 where you haven't been able to financially support and we do get it because listen man times are tough and they're about to get tougher yeah we we know that okay um we really do appreciate all of your support whether it be through patreon whether it be through paypal donations whether it be through subbing to the channel you guys have made 2017 go from a year where we were taking a lot of risks to a year where we have been able to lay the groundwork for something really incredible in 2018. And we're, we're you know, we're going to do it through Checkpoint Radio. But I think that 2018 is going to go down as the year that Checkpoint really found its feet, found its own as a show and found a huge huge audience and that all starts with you guys whether you're listening on twitch whether you're listening on a podcast whether you're tweeting uh you know at us or about us or just using the hashtag lbr let's be real whatever it is just any amount of small engagement right down to just listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth right now does more good and more help than you even realize 
So even if you hate the show and you're listening, I want to thank you because whether you know it or not, you are helping Limit Break Radio continue to move forward into the Let's Be Real phase of the project and you're you're helping Checkpoint Radio find its own as well. So thank you all for any amount of support or engagement that you've given us in 2017. We really do thank you. All right, guys, that's going to do it. We hope that you have an amazing rest of 2017, and we are going to see you officially in 2018. Hmm. We've even got best of shows that are happening for Checkpoint Radio. So we're going to update the news, but that's all you're going to hear of us for at least the better part of two weeks. So you guys get a bit bit of a brief break from us, but we hope that you'll come back in 2018. Merry Christmas, LBR Network, except Juxta. Fuck that guy. Fuck you. JK. Yes, indeed. Fuck that guy. I want to thank my crew, Nika Kayani in juxtaposition and Kahlo Landis. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniro Gregori, Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kuki Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, Nexian Theta, Brian Alexander, Tommy Carlson, Hirsch Fersh, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.